Good evening and welcome to Ballard High School. Week five of the Kentucky High School football season. The Manual Crimson's visit the Ballard Ladies Bruins. The Bruins, 3-1 on the year. Their low losses to Mayo High School. Manual, 3-0, was off last week. <laughs> I'm David Wright, along with Jake Llewellyn. And this is Old Goat Radio. Manual won the toss and deferred. They'll be kicking off into our right. Um, looking left to right. And for the first time this year, I'm the fashionista of uh, high school football uniforms. Manual's in all white. The, the all traveling white. whites. Traveling and whites with the red helmet. And Ballard with this all black look. All black. Kind of like the old, uh, kind of like a PRP and central look. It seems to be the fashion for the last 10 years or so. Everybody wants to go to the alternate black uniforms. It's a good look. Takes me back to an old Burt Reynolds movie, The Longest Yard, The Mean Machine. Oh, mean, mean machine, mean machine. That uh, The remake was pretty good, too. Oh, yes. Adam Sandler. Unfortunately, fans, we did not get a roster for the Bruins, so we will do our best to try to learn their team as we go along. Number seven is deep for the Bruins, along with number 22. Number 22, Augustine Tugby. Augustine Tugby. Colin Brown. Colin Brown, number seven. Nick Kopp has it teed up for Manuel on the right hash. Great night for high school football, Jake. It's phenomenal. You couldn't ask for a better night. Sun's starting to set. And uh, in one of the more uh, desirable areas of Jefferson County. Yep. The, uh, the, the lights are on. The ball's teed up. And as they say at, uh, in college games, it's football time in the bluegrass. There we go. Manuel actually has a pretty good following on the, on the visitor sideline. And we're here at uh, Marty Balin Press Box. And see the student section across the way, just as animated as ever. And fortunately, Guns N' Roses is not really here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the, these kids would appreciate Guns N' Roses. And here's the kick. Deep. It's going to be felt. Actually, it's fil fielded right at the hash mark inside the five. They set the return with the middle. Number 25 for Manuel on the tackle there. That's uh, Kenneth Nacho Jones. He's got the long flowing locks, kind of like Clay Matthews. I guess that's all the kids want these days. They want the man bun. <laughs> I could do without that, but fashion fashion passed me by a long time ago. <laughs> so the Bruins start on their own 24-yard line. You got Andre Teague starting in the linebacker today. Kind of beefing up the line, it looks like. And Ballard... Uh, in a spread, two receivers both ways. The big quarterback, number three, out of the gun. Takes a high snap, looking left the whole way, lets it go. Complete out over the 35. Manuel showed a 3-4, kind of an overlook, so that means that they were shaded to the strong side. They throw a pass out into the flats to number 11. Uh, if uh, number six, Andre Teague would just turn his head. He would actually have a chance to make a play on that ball. I was thinking the same thing. Gain of 15 yards on the play and a first down. First down out to the 39. We stay with the same formation. Man, man in motion right. Actually, two men in motion. That's going to be a penalty. Unless we're in Canada. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> in the Canadian Football League, we can't do that here. It's going to be illegal motion on the Bruins. That's five yards. That'd be second and 15, or first and 15. 
Ball start against the Bruins, a five-yard penalty. And our announcer here doesn't know the calls. <laughs> I'll be nice to our people in the press box. Not everyone studies football. If you listen to Vern and Gary Danielson, you learn a lot. So first and 15, again, man in motion. Right, he'll take the hand off. They sweep right, being strung out. Pretty well played. Nacho Jones made a good play on the, on the outside there. He kept outside leverage, which is really important for a second. It looked like he was going to give up his outside arm, but was able to fight and make the tackle. So minimal gain of about, we'll give him one maybe. Second and 14. One yard on the play, second down. And the ball on the far hash mark. They go with a three receivers left, one right. High snap again, looking to his left. Overthrown. Just, just over the hands of number 81. Ballard's running some really good route concepts against Manuel Cover 4. Uh, there still is not there's not a very good pass rush so far early on in the downs. Uh, number 16 getting the start today. Keenan Byler or Bill Bill you Bill Yo at uh, left at right end. Manuel coming with the blitz. They pick it up, and actually he's the quarterback is buried for a big loss. Andre Teague just kind of ran a little inside stunt. They ran a little loop stunt, and he came in, came on free. Uh, that's going to bring up fourth down and a punt. Manuel's going to send number seven and number 11 back. That would be Bryce Cosby and Jalen Carter. I will not call him by his nickname. Okay, we won't. Jaybird, no. Mm -mm. That's somebody that crosses the street. No, mm -mm. Jaybird is something else we can't mention on air. Okay, I'm not sure about that. It's All right, but we'll go with Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, punter standing at his 10. Ooh. There was a hold, but no call. And then they do get the call. Carter's going to get a freebie here, but he's tackled at the manual 42nd, 46 yard line. But uh, I believe that was Kiesler that was held. Actually, the only man who rushed. He may have had a shot at the ball if he wasn't held. Let's see what the Crimsons do. Yeah. If uh, I'm the head coach here, I'm going to accept that penalty and make Ballard run down and cover again. The likelihood of a punter in high school getting off two good punts back-to-back -back is not always great. <laughs> and with Kiesler making penetration like that, you might have a shot at one if he doesn't get held. You might have a chance. This, this is where you kind of reassess your situation. Uh, do, do you go for it? Uh, I'm more of a return fan here after you mark him off 10 yards from the previous spot. And it uh, puts the ball back at the Ballard 8-yard line. So Manuel's going to come up with great field position. Yeah, I'd plant your heels on the 50, and I wouldn't go past that. Punter number 43 stands about a yard inside the end zone. And we'll call this fourth and forever. Because 25 very, I don't think is correct. Very long. A little bit of pressure again oh. by Kiesler, but this is a very short kick. Fielded by Carter at the 35. They set the return up to the right. Stumbles, retreats, flags are down. He buries the tackler at the 35, but I think Manuel is going to give back at least probably 10 to 15 Over yards in penalties. Return, there is yeah. a flag on the play. The way it looked like in the in the way the return was set up, they were trying to run that wall that they did against Seneca two weeks ago, and uh, they could never get it set up. And it looks like we got a block in the back. Flag laying at the Ballard 30. So Manuel will have their first possession of the game after the assessment. Illegal block in the back on the return. Starting at the 45, it looks like. 
all things considered, through both penalties, Jake, they, they gained 10 yards. Yeah. Oh, looks like it's well, going. Well, it's really marching them backward. Well, I, I don't think they have the right. It's there, There's the ball. Okay. All right, that looks proper that the ball's going to be at the Ballard 45. Team, teams were confused. <laughs> they saw the referee marching back, and they just kept marching with him. Ball's placed at the Ballard 44. Will Britt's going to open up underneath quarterback. So they've got Carter and Motley to the left, Manuel in the eye formation. Handoff. Off left tackle. And he's going to be dropped for a loss. That was Marcus Floyd. Tried to make something happen on the outside, but nothing there. Started dancing in the hole. He should have just hit it hard. His, uh, his fullback kicked out to the left two, Floyd, the and uh, just missed his hole. He just didn't, didn't want to go up in there. Sometimes you're better just dropping the shoulder. Yep. We're going to put a little more power in. Teague checks into the, Sam Nelson. Into the lineup. So it's second and 13. Just under Nelson 10 minutes to go. First quarter, play. no score. Second down and 13. Power out formation. Hand off the Teague. He's met immediately and stacked up for a gain of about one. It's going to force Manuel into a third and long, third and about 13. That dive play, Jake, kind of looked like Manuel's just testing Ballard to see if they're going to be susceptible to a little triple option. Yeah, uh, it worked for him pretty well the other day. Manuel's going to, they checked out Teague. They brought back in the other receiver, so it looks like they're going to run trips um, of some sort. Three receiver set. So it's Bryce Cosby coming in. They've got T.J. Ballard to the right. Carter in the slot right. Manuel in an offset eye. Actually, it's the wild goat formation. Cosby back to pass. He's got Carter at the 40. Short. But it's going to bring up fourth and about six. Inter very, very precurious uh, not having <laughs> uh, your quarterback on the field, field. right there. Um, and the punt team Martin. comes on in a fourth and five. Well, couldn't do anything with a good field position. Hopefully um, we can pin them deep here with a good punt. Uh, number 89 is going to be Will Sissel. Feels like he's been around here forever. Part of that Sissel's brothers. Uh, we hope there's another one on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Only one return man back for Ballard. He's standing at the 10. That's number 11. And it's a fake. Number 18 has got a first down. They snapped it to the up back. Number 18 is Alex Conlon, the backup quarterback. And Manuel has a first down at the Ballard 31. Very bold call, but it, it worked out well. Ballard was susceptible. They thought it was going to be a full return. And it it uh, looks like Ballard didn't react at all to the, the ball being snapped to the up back. They just kind of stood there flat-footed. No, Manuel just blocked out to the left and then blocked out to the right and just opened up a little hole, and they just ran right through it. Manuel at the Ballard 31-yard line. Just a little iso play on the right side of the line. So Motley and Carter go wide to the left. number 10 in at the blocking back position. That's John Riley Jr. And then we get a flag before the snap. It's kind of an odd call. That was a quick 25 <laughs> seconds. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Unless uh, Manuel was a little lax after they converted on the fourth down. You had to get the new, the new fresh legs on there. You had to get the offense back on. You had to get the special teams off. So Manuel's going to go right back to the line. Looks like they're going to run the same play that they had set up. Why not? 
No one saw it. So an offset eye to the left. Hand off Floyd. He's got a little bit of a hole, but it closes quickly. And he'll buy back about four yards. And then a flag comes down in the secondary as Emmanuel Helmet comes flying off. That was number 72. He was Cameron Stennett. Get into it. He lost 43. his head. From Ballard. That might be a face mask. And that might be a personal foul face mask against Ballard. Boy, the penalties have come early and often tonight. Yep. So what you're going to see is you're going to see another manual first down. They're going to be inside the 20, I believe. And to the casual high school football fan, these, this is one of these rivalries that a lot of people don't realize how intense they are. They don't get a lot of press. But to the people associated with both programs, though, this is usually a very hard-hitting ball game. Yep. First and Manuel has a first down at the 17-yard line of Ballard. High formation again. They stick with the two-receiver look. Britt back to pass. He's got Carter in the flat. Stepped out of bounds inside the 15. They just ran a little receiver screen. Trying to get uh, Carter out in the open, trying to use some of his speed and some of his moves to get upfield. And Ballard did a really good job closing quickly on the other side. Their safety came up from the position and filled the hole like he was supposed to. And the corner did a good job of fighting with T.J. Ballard out there. He Ballard did. In good position. He was able to force Carter out of bounds. It was still an effective play. I mean, you consider that a run game in the, in the way football is uh, today. Uh, Manuel really likes this into the boundary strong set formation. And here they are in the par eye. From the left hash. Handoff Teague. Actually, it was a keeper by Britt. Fooled me, but not the Bruin defense. And he's going to be brought down for no gain. And he's going to have to come out of the game. He just lost his helmet. Oh, boy. I, I think he would have been well served to give the ball to Teague unless he just missed the handoff. I think he's he's trying to – they're trying to get the whole triple option going right there, I think. And number 44, Quintez Adams. So, hope it, hope it's only just a helmet problem with Britt. No gain on the play. You're going to see number 18 come in the game. It's Alex Conlon who uh, made the play on the fake punt. Yeah. So third and six from the 14, 6.30 to go. First quarter, no score. Quarterback, outside linebacker. You know, that's an interesting combination with positions. I, I don't know. If I was a coach, maybe here I would have called a timeout to see if he can get a snap in or just put Brick back in the game. In the handoff. Actually, play action pass. Conlon. Got Teague out of the backfield, in and out of his hands, and there was two Bruins in the neighborhood he that missed. had a shot at an interception. Carter was open on the post. Two things happened. He, his fake was to the opposite side of where the running back ran. And secondly, he missed Carter coming right across the middle on the post. Um, this is a good opportunity, though, Manuel, to work on their special teams to get um, Cop a little uh, experience kicking the field goal here. So it's going to be a 31-yard attempt from the left hash. Motley will hold. I heard last time during Seneca, he's good for about 40. So well within his range. It's a snap. Hold is down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. good. Nick Kopp connects from 31 yards out. 6.14 left in the first. He was probably good for about 45. It looked high. It was high and long. Long. He almost hit the flagpole in the back of the end zone. 6.14 to go first quarter. Manual three. 
Bruins nothing. And I like that. On the scoreboard, it simply says DuPont. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the one good thing about that is um, it just builds his confidence. So if you do need him later on uh, in the season, he's got a really good chance to uh, make some make some noise uh, with that leg of his. Come playoff times, the special teams usually are the deciding factor in the later rounds. And the good thing about it is he's back next year. We love kickers that stay around a long time. Me too. Me too. That's one thing about uh, high school football the last 20, 25 years was with the uh, these so many kids in the soccer programs or whatever. He's actually produced a lot of great kickers. Yeah. Ball teed up on the left hash. Again, we I have to be honest to our listeners. That 40-yard line looks like a snake. Yeah. <laughs> Very uneven lines. This kick is going to be fielded at the five. Number 22. They set the wedge up to the right. Cuts it back to the left. Breaks contained across the 30. 35, 40, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds all the way out to the 46-yard line. So uh, he just bounced it outside. Manuel collapsed on the wedge very well. They broke through and just got outflanked. Uh, the one positive there you like to see is that the kicker did take a great angle, cut him off, made sure he had to run out of bounds. There was no other option for him to cut back across the field, which is always good. But Ballard has great starting field position for this drive. From the 47, and they stay with that spread formation. Three receivers right, one left. High snap again. They want to set that screen, a screen up to the left. Got it. Brought down inside the manual 40. Well, they look scary there for a couple seconds. That was a good play. Um, Manuel brought motion down the line with their line. Their line stunted left. They ran that screen right to where everybody left. Uh, and that zone blitz scheme, you got to have someone show. So that linebacker's got to get there in a hurry. That's the one thing when you run the 4-2-5 or a 5-3-4, uh, a, a when you run zone blitzes, those linebackers got to move. they got to go wherever the blitz is coming from. Pick up a 17. Manuel again on the blitz. And again, he's got his man at the 25-yard line for another Ballard first down. Number 11's got some really good hands. He went down to the ground. That was a low ball. Grabbed that really nicely with hands. Just ran a hitch right there on number 8, uh, John Sneed. Um, again, converted outside linebacker last year to corner. It's a little bit different position. He is a very good athlete, but again, different position. I always say the corner is the hardest position on the football field. So Ballard stays with that spread formation. Manuel's coming with the blitz. Okay, let's see what the call is. I think I've seen a crimson cross, uh, cross the neutral zone. Yeah, Ballard's clapping, and it's going to be first and five for Ballard at the Manual 19. Offsides against the Crimson. Manual missed, uh, missed time the snap count. Good job by the quarterback mixing up the count or the coach, whoever's calling that. Uh, got Manual a little off kilter. It's interesting, Cosby's playing deep at, at safety this week. Normally we see He's him a, in the corner. Uh, yes, you're right. Roll right, looks like they set up the option. They do pitch it. Jones pursues, and then he's blasted by Marcus Floyd. Short of the first down, but it's going to be second and about two. Yeah, that was a good job. Um, 
pursuing. Anytime you're running against the option, you got to pursue inside out. So uh, number 10 uh, missed, his, missed his assignment. He came inside. I guess he was on a blitz. 25 has got to stay leveraged. Nacho Jones has got to stay outside to make sure nothing gets outside his strong hand. So Ballard inside the red zone. Three receivers left, one right. Manuel came again on blitz. This time they get to him. Back to the 25-yard line. So a well-timed blitz. It was so quick, it looked like he might have been off. They might have been all sides. Yeah, it looked like Manuel got an early start on that one. But hey, if they don't call it, we'll take it. It's going to be third down and a medium. Third and seven, I would see. Pretty strong quarterback. He almost broke out of both defenders. Yeah, uh, it doesn't help that Nacho Jones is about a buck fifty sweating, <laughs> soaking wet. So third and seven from the manual 23, 4.50 to go first quarter. Manual leads 3-0. Manual looks like they switched up a lot of people on defense this week. Again, they come with that pressure up the middle. They pick it up. Rolls right, he got him wide open in the end zone and just overshot number 12. Yeah. He'd gotten behind the corner. It was pretty lonely, but it's going to bring up fourth and long. Yeah, well, they were off last week. It makes you think, did they have time to reassess the personnel and move some people around? Yeah, you got Marcus Floyd actually starting at corner this week. You have Sneed moving over to corner. He's been playing safety. You got Cosby dropping back. Surprised they moved Cosby. He's been a shutdown guy and a guy for them. He's uh, had, I think, three interceptions on the year already. Yep. Um, he had two against Seneca. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's very interesting. Um, different coverages. They were a cover four team a couple weeks ago. They're a cover three team this week. Um, that's why you see you saw the busted coverage there. Yeah. So you had a guy some, coming down the seam, pulled the corner over. Uh, you had a guy on the outside, and they just ran two seam routes, and, and the corner had to pick, and the safety picked wrong. Came underneath it, and he threw it over top. And uh, Manuel's fortunate that it was just a poorly Aaron, thrown ball. Yeah. So fourth and eight for the manual 23. Ballard calls their first time out to think this one over. I haven't seen anything that resembles a place kicker on the field, so it's like they're going to go for it here. Early on, why not? Yeah, if, if I'm Ballard, um, seeing that breakdown in coverage. Um, I might want to take a peek at that again. Yeah. Or maybe a little trickery here. Or you might see something come come wide side of the field. Everything it seems to be from both teams has been into the boundary, into the boundary, into the boundary. I know it's a long throw back over here to the to the left hash or to the hash near the Ballard sideline, but sometimes you just got to get the quarterback moving. He's got a good arm. Let him see if he can use it. So they come back out with a four receiver set, three left, the wide side of the field, one right. Comes a snap, a roll right, excuse me, roll left. And he shovel pass number 27. Got the first down inside the five. Slips the tackler all the way down to the manual two. Well-conceived play on the little shuffle pass, and nobody picked up the running backs squeaking out of the backfield. Yeah, the running back, you know what his assignment was on that? His actually blocked. And uh, he just knew yeah. that he could just leak out, and he was a safety valve. And the quarterback heads up play. He was actually running into some trouble. He wasn't going to make the first down. He was actually going to get hit for a loss. Dumped it off. Running back makes something happen. No one had the running back out of the backfield. It's a danger playing zone. So first and goal at the two. Emmanuel brings some big guys in, number 76 in on the defensive line. That's Sam Walsh. Walsh. I look for him to run that little option to the right. Yeah. Man in motion right. Handoff. Zone read and the... Uh, I think the man in motion hit, knocked the tailback down. That's what happened. Now, the, the hard... the the. The thing about Manuel's defense, where they're at right now, if they would have ran 
that option you were talking about. We didn't have anyone to come fill that alley. Nacho was locked one-on-one -on -one with his man, and that safety would have to come a long way down if they would have ran that speedo to play the outside in on that pitch, or inside out on that pitch. So let's see if they come back to that. So you got second and six, or second and goal from the six. Three receivers right, high snap, quarterback rolls right. He stumbles, the ball is on the ground. Let's see who gets it. I think the Crimsons have recovered. Let's see what the official call is. The ball is all the way back to the manual 17-yard line. I think the Crimsons came up with it. Manual had a clear chance at it, but they rolled over top of it, and did they come out with the ball? Yep. And Manuel comes up with a fortuitous bounce of a ball. Just came right out of the quarterback's hand as he rolled right. Yeah, number three from Ballard, the quarterback's coming off limping. I think he actually might have twisted his ankle on that one. Well, they had a golden opportunity from the two. Yeah. And, and they had something. They had a really good route concept on that play. They had a they had a guy on a flat, and Manuel actually flew to the ball and showed up uh, in those holes. I think the quarterback wanted to throw that ball quicker than he actually in, than he intended to hold on to it a little long. So Manuel dodges a major bullet at 3-10 left here in the first quarter. They lead 3-0. The, the ball at their own 17, and they're in that offset eye. Handoff, Floyd, straight up the middle. He's wrapped up, thrown to the turf, maybe one. Ballard's getting great push with their front four, and uh, I just saw one of Manuel's offensive linemen throw his hands up, wondering where that pressure's coming from. I do remember last year, number 43, when they, Ballard played at Manuel, he was all over the place. Yes, yes. 64, Pringle on the tackle. Of course, this uh, Ballard leads the series 17 to 12. Emmanuel's reeled off, I think, five in a row, and they've all been close games. Besides our 30 to three, 30 to 13 victory in 2007. Britt play action pass. He's under heavy pressure and he's going to be brought down for a loss of one. Good job by him when he felt the pressure to get back up to the line. He was deep on a play action fake, and the route concept was just not very not, good. Not very good. And Carter was running the flag pattern, but it took too long for him to turn around. Yeah. Loss of one yard on so it's third and third. I'll call third and ten. Two minutes to go, first quarter. He actually got a yard back on that. Wow. <laughs> Stay with the eye formation. One receiver to both sides. Ball dropped. And Britt's going to have to get on it, and that's going to bring up a punting situation. Ball Ballard. just kind of popped out of the center. Yeah. Uh, quarterback center exchange. It's one of those things you think you would have mastered by now, no, but sometimes but mistakes happen. Also, Ballard was going to concede. They were running a cover four on that. They were just sitting back there waiting for Manuel to do something. And and to be honest, Manuel's offense looks very maligned right now. Yeah. And they're being dominated up front, at least through the first ten minutes of the game. So Sissel on the punt again, standing at the five. Ballard's going to bring ten. Oh. Good punt. Lands at the Ballard 45 and rolls down to the 39, and that's where the Bruins will have their, and there's a flag down flag the at the manual 25-yard line. Great job by Graham Overstreet hustling down there to get in front of that returner's face. It did bounce, um, and he was going to field it, and then Graham was there, and it actually hit him first. So good job uh, hustling down there on the, on the play. And we get a hold on Ballard. We like those. Let's see if it flips the... Uh, I think Ballard's going to maintain possession. Yeah, Ballard will maintain possession. The ball will be moved back to the Ballard 31. 
Uh, and then they'll uh, be headed towards our left uh, to the west, uh, west end zone. A lot, of, a lot of penalties, and it makes for a long first quarter. We've played almost 30 minutes, and we still have a minute six left to go in the first. Good crowd here at uh, Ballard Stadium uh, from both teams. And they look like they're going to set the chains up at the Ballard 41. No, here and they'll march, uh, march the ball back to the 31. Now they're going to pull pick up the stakes and move them back too. Just as the offenses has been maligned, I think the referees have been just a little maligned too on their <laughs> spotting of the ball. <laughs> so Ballard's been in this spread attack all night. High snap again. Inside handoff. And he's wrapped up for a boy. Just a swarm back there, if you will. A big loss for the Crimsons. A, herd, a, a herd of goats right there. A just herd of the goats. And I think they were led by Andre Teague. Yeah, it was really good penetration on the right side of the line. Uh, I think they just did another line stunt, and they, they stunted to the right, and Teague just was there capping it off. So again, zone blitzing scheme. So it's going to be second and 15, the ball back to the Ballard, 25. Manuel's moved more to a traditional 3-4. Now here we go. This is a 4-1-5. Looking right. Mm. Floyd hits him. Ball was high. So Not a very good thrown ball there. Yeah, he felt the heat right there. Nacho Jones is in his face. He's a free runner. What they did was they overloaded the left side of the line, and they brought two. So the running back picked up one, and Nacho came free. Uh, Manuel is bringing zone blitz after zone blitz after zone blitz. We're lucky we're not on the Ballard sideline because they would be getting a lot of good things from me yes, as I talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we're away from the coaching staff as well. Yeah, no kidding. So it's third and 15, 24 seconds left, first quarter. Manual, manual three, Ballard nothing. Again, spread formation, three left, one to the right. High snap. Plenty of time, he's got 11. He's just blown up by Andre Teague. And it's going to be 15 yards. It's be 15 helmet, yard for helmet targeting. Helmet. They, they could potentially, I don't know what the high school rules are, but they face ejection. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen, but you just can't lead with that helmet anymore. No, number 11 was going down, kind of giving himself up, and Teague just came in there and rammed him like a... And he's going to come off the field. I hope he's not ejected like a goat. And that's going to give Ballard a big break. Now, remember, Teague plays on both sides of the ball. Let's just hope he comes out for one play. But that may be an automatic ejection. Emmanuel would have had Ballard in a punting situation. Nope. Nope. No, ej no ejection call. So it's first down out to the Ballard 43 after the penalty. New life for the Bruins. First and 10 Ballard at the road. Emmanuel had him stop. They were in a good field position. They were going to be getting the ball back right as the second quarter started. But now Ballard will have new life, as you said. And yep. They're going to go back into that trips formation to the right and a single receiver to the left. It brings in Ian Long. High snap again, looking right. He's got his man at midfield. Good tackle. Hey, Marcus Floyd just explodes. Great tackle, but he still gains five, and that should bring us to the end of one. Mar Marcus Floyd is basically saying, if I'm getting abused on offense, I'm going to give it right back on defense. 
And with his closing speed, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes one of those back the other way. Yeah, they just ran a very simple uh, flat route right there. Um, again, Ballard's out-leveraging manual in the coverage aspect of the game. They're seeing manual run, zone blitz, zone blitz, zone blitz. So they're going to have a man advantage, and that's why he was sitting open in the flats. So at the end of one, manual three, Ballard nothing, but the Bruins have a second and five right at midfield as we start the second quarter, courtesy of a 15-yard penalty. And I don't think there's anything flagrant about the hit. It just happens. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, you know, football is gonna it's gonna be violent. And um, you know, if you would ask me if if that was an illegal hit five years ago, it wasn't. Uh, it was just a good football play. Uh, he brought his arms. He wrapped up. He didn't do anything malicious. He just the, the player ducked his head, and he happened, unfortunately, to be about the same height as the guy's helmet. And uh, it probably sounded bad to the referee right yep. there. I remember that used to be a thing that you'd want to hear is the helmets smacking each other, but yep. that's, a four, that's a long gone age. Yep. So Ballard will open up here right at midfield, driving to our right now towards the baseball field. Um, again, number three still in at quarterback, 27 in at running back for Ballard. And Teague is back on the field. That's a good thing. Manuel continues to stay in this 3-4 blitzing scheme they've been running. Ballard in that four receiver set. This time it's a little tighter yeah. formation, and to me that spells run. A little more of a twins look. Ballard with a late substitution here. Second and fourth midfield, man in motion left. He gets the handoff, they sweep left. Had a shot of him in the backfield, misses, and then he's hit decked by Cosby. And then again, you're thinking, good tackle, but watch the helmet. Yeah, and unfortunately, Manuel got outflanked on that. We're lucky we had good closing speed. We're lucky Ballard missed a block. And, and I think that might be the move to switch to say Cosby to safety is because he's got great closing speed to come up and make the tackle. Yeah, uh, Bill, you had a, had a nice shot at him in the backfield, just couldn't reach him. Yeah. So it's third and five after the loss of one. High snap, looking right. He's got his man in and out of his hands, but it would have been short of the first. It's going to bring up fourth and five. Keon Ferris on the on the coverage there, coming from a safety position. That means we probably were running cover three out of that one. Um, as the way he rolled up, and then Cosby would have dropped back. Yeah, um, this is interesting. Manuel has brought on Carter and Cosby as punt returners, and actually Ballard will send on their punters. Excuse me, their punt team. <laughs> All of their punters. All of their punters. That's that soccer influence. Yes. <laughs> now you got to watch out. 43 is an athlete back there punting the ball. Manuel's already converted on one fake punt, which led to a field goal, and then Ballard will fake the punt, snapping to the up back. It's going to be close, but I think he is short. According to the headline that's running in, he's about seven inches, about a foot short. I don't know why I said seven inches. And elation from the Manuel bench. Crimson's have apparently held, but uh, I haven't. Okay, they they do move the sticks the other way, so the Crimson's defense stiffens and holds. They'll have good field position at their own 47. Let's see if Manuel can come out and do something with their offense here. And I'll tell you, man, has been absent the last couple of games. Has been Carter. Yeah. They haven't had the deep strike with him that we saw against Central in Week One. Yeah, I mean, going under center, you're going to get a lot of play action. Those are going to be plays that are going to take longer to develop. And if the line doesn't hold up, don't have a chance. Trips right. Teague is the only running back. 
And then we get another whistle. I think it's going to be a legal formation. I don't know if we got enough people on the line. Manuel's clapping again. Oh, Ballard incredible. must have lined up all sides. Dead ball all sides against Ballard. So 11.15 to go before half. Manuel with the first and five at the Ballard 48. So he stayed with the same formation. Three receivers right. Teague, the lone setback behind Britt. Long snap count and handoff straight ahead to Teague. Stays on seat, fights across the 45. Finally, we get a whistle after a gain of three. He's yeah. just a bull with a yeah. football. He's a, he's a big kid, and he just kept his feet moving. Um, you know, it would be really a really good play off this if they would uh, fake it there, run a little tight end dump route over here. No one's guarding them. They're just kind of rushing in. They think it's going to be a quick hitter. Catch that safety asleep. Yep. Something that was very effective in your era, Jake, was out of that wing T set. Sometimes it was just simple, just the release, yep. the tight end directly down the field. Nate Miller, Marcus Neiman, they had a field day with it. A lot of times they were unguarded and untouched. Yep. I formation this time, sec second and two. But Britt's back to pass. He's under pressure. Eludes one tackler, two, stays on his feet, dives for a first down at the Ballard 40. Great job by Britt making a play with nothing there. 43 came in on a blitz, untouched. Uh, they looked, they were going deep to, to Jalen Bird or Jalen Carter, Carter there. And uh, Manuel comes up with the first down at that crooked, no offense, crooked Ballard 40 yard line. Yeah. Well, good thing we're on the straight part of it. We are. <laughs> Actually, we want to be more to the right of it because it gives us about a, a foot ahead of it. Ballard wide right. Manual back to that power eye look. Motion. This is something different. Ballard trying to adjust. And then the handoff. Actually, Britt, there was a miscommunication. He stays on his feet. Rolls to the left. And then he's going to be brought down for a loss of about four. There was just mass confusion in the backfield. And Ballard was all over it. it for, luckily, he didn't turn the handoff, handoff to one of them. Yeah. Ballard's front seven is dominating Manuel's front line tonight, and uh, it's not even close. They're just and they're not doing anything extraordinary up there. They're, they're just, just whipping, playing. Their, whipping their men up front. Yeah. And that time we saw two defenders in, actually in the backfield before the handoff could be completed. Yeah, and the Ma Manuel tried to go with the little triple option look out of the Maryland eye, and, you know, Britt's running for his life back there right now. In, in running formations, that's not good. Manuel back to that offset eye look. Play action pass, he rolls right, he's under pressure again. He has to pull this one down. He misses one man, two, but he's gonna be brought down at the Ballard 33, he'll get eight. And that's just all Will Britt there with some nice uh, feet work. Yeah, uh, that was great. They ran, they were just running a little off offset. Uh, dive, play action pass, trying to get uh, him moving, get him away from the pocket. And unfortunately, there was just great pressure out there on the edge. And once he set his feet, he saw the guy, stepped up and ran. And it, it's really the Will Britt show moving the offense right now. Third and four from the Ballard 34-yard line. High formation, two receivers right, long snap count. Looks like an audible. 
And then finally handoff, Floyd up the middle. He's across the 30 down to the 27 for a Crimson first down. I think the longer snap count right there had a little bit of effect on Ballard. I think Ballard was actually just jumping the snap count. I don't know. It might it not have <laughs> made him respect the cadence. Yeah. Floyd got that downhill speed going. He didn't juke in the hole. He just got got straight and went. Uh, that's what we're going to see them do. If we're going to run power, that's power right. running, that's how you have to run it. I like to say, start the car, step on the gas. Yeah. Straight ahead. Get an equipment timeout. Ballard safety looks like he's got a, a snap missing. Now we're ready to go. First down from the Ballard 27. 7.59 before the half. Manual leads 3-0. Back to the Para set. Another long snap count. Handoff. Second man. Fullback. Number 10. John Riley Jr. Second man through the hole. Just with a head of steam. Teague led up on the linebacker and it gave him about nine yards. Let's see if the chains move or not. And it is another manual first down at the Ballard 16-yard line. Good. That's a good run. Manual looks like they're catching something here with this little longer snap count, keeping Ballard off balance. First and ten. They bring these two receivers to the left. That's Ballard and Carter to the left. Manual in the offset eye. Britt, handoff, Floyd. He's tripped up at the line of scrimmage, but he falls forward down to the 13, so we'll give him three. Maybe four. Yeah, Manuel actually got away with the hold on that one. We actually have a play. Look, looks like we have a player down. No, he got up. Ballard's defense is keeping them in this game. They're they're bending, but they're not breaking. Not letting any big plays happen right now. And Manuel's just kind of running the clock. This is a very crucial drive for the Crimson Calls here. They have a 3-0 lead. They'd like to push it to a two-score yep. situation. And then they get the kickoff to start the second half. We have the big backfield here. We got John Riley Jr. and Teague in it, uh, running back and fullback. And we got a whistle. And looks like Britt was going to roll right and pass, but so second and five. But let's see what happens. False start. False start against the Crimson's. That'll make it second and ten. So after the penalty, second and 11, 6.44 left in the first half. They stick with the bigs in the backfield. Manuel jumped early and then the draw goes to Teague. Teague bucks his head, crosses down to the 10. So a nice run of eight yards. Boy, that's just a bulldozer move. Yep. It's a good run. Uh, actually, if he would have looked to his right, he could have bounced it out to the right and probably would have scored. Um, from our vantage point, we can see it a little bit different than he can. Um, good blocking up front, good hole on just the lead draw there. Uh, one thing I'm noticing, Ballard's running a 3-4. That's why they're getting a lot of pressure as well, zone pressure, doing the same type of thing Manuel's doing. Throw them off, get them really confused with that running game. Or the blitzing game, sorry. Offset out of the right, two receivers to the right, third and four. Hand off Teague, 
He's hit immediately and going to be dropped for a loss of two. An interesting fourth down call with a 3 nothing lead. And the field goal team comes on. I would have liked to see them take a look at somebody on a slant on that play, but they just don't have much of a passing offense. So Nick Kopp on for his second field goal tonight. This one is going to be a 30-yarder. He's already connected on a 31-yarder. This one more in the middle of the field. Yeah, there's no wind here tonight. Should be a pretty easy kick for him right here, as long as Ballard didn't bring any pressure. Here's the snap. They get it down. Kind of a knuckle ball. And it is good. So Nick Kopp has pushed the Crimson lead 6-0. 5.02 left in the second quarter. Manual six, Ballard zero. He didn't hit that uh, square as probably as he wanted to, but hey, we'll take three points. Kind of a strange flying bird, but yep. it worked. So again, that's six nothing Manual here with five minutes left to go in the second quarter. Some adjustments I think you'll have to see from uh, the Manual offense is maybe getting Britain that shotgun. Great um, point, great point. Should buy him an extra second or two. It really hurried on offense. And yeah. Just there's not much rhythm. Uh, when you're playing behind the chains and you're a predominantly run team, it's hard to make up those downs. So you want to be in third and manageable. You want to be second and medium. It's like and to stay on cue, you want about four yards of play, and, and Manuel's not getting that right now. I would say they're probably averaging about two and a half yards of play right now. And they've been uh, fortunate to stop the Ballard drive with a fumble recovery. We also held them on a, on a fake punt situation. The cops got it teed up on the right hash with 5.02 left before the break. Kick is going to be fielded. Actually, it's going to be a touchback. Cop dropped that one about a yard back. And it Best kick of the night for him. It just kept sailing back. Number seven had to step into the end zone. High school rules. Touchback. It eliminates the the, uh, the full speed collision. Uh, yeah, but it also eliminates the most exciting play in football. football. Well, it could be argued that the punt return is just as exciting right. as the it, kickoff return. There's nothing like seeing that picket line set up, <laughs> and it creates a lot of dangerous blocking angles, which are fun. Oh yes, I've seen many a players <laughs> tumped on their helmet. So 5.02 left here in the first. Ballard with the first down at their own 20. They trail 6-0. Ballard struggling to get the play in here. Could be getting close to that delay of game as well. And there's the delay of game. I wasn't, I don't have a stopwatch over here or anything. It's just, <laughs> it's just the feel. Yeah. Just the feel for the game. Delay of game so first and 15 from the Excuse me, yeah, first and 15 from the 15. And it's at the receiver's screen. Breaks one tackle. He's across the 20. Stays on his feet. Fights his way out of bounds for 10 yards. That was a good play right there by Ballard. Receiver number 81. I think he said his name was Jones. Yes, I believe that would be what he said. And 
He just fought. He had, he had willed determination right there. It, what happened was we missed a tackle. Number 35 came up. Uh, that would be Keon Ferris and had a chance and hit him in the backfield and, and missed. Would have had him for a big loss. They give up 10, second and five. Snap comes. Steps up in the pocket. It balls up in the air. Cosby did a nice job of getting a hand in there. The old tip drill was in effect that nobody near enough to pick it off. Yeah, uh, good play by Cosby right there. Um, Graham Overstreet came in for Teague, and he just didn't get the same rush that Teague gets from that outside position. And number three stepped up in the pocket, had really good footwork, kept his feet hot, stepped up, and he actually delivered a pretty good ball. It was just better coverage by, by Cosby back there in midfield. So it's third and five. It's no pressure for Manuel. They only rush three, but they do get to the quarterback. He's scrambling. He's finally got to tuck it down and run, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Manuel Just elected to play coverage on that time. They looked pretty good. Yeah, very good. They brought three and ended up sacking the quarterback, so it's going to bring up fourth down. 4.27 with the clock running before half. Emmanuel will get one more possession. Well, and another crucial thing here is Manuel gets the ball back after half as well. So Manuel can do something here with this punt. Maybe uh, even to give, maybe give Nick Kopp another look. Yep. Get another field goal or touchdown out of this and we got a chance. Uh, Ballard's going with a more of a spread punt look. And it's a uh, flags are down. The ball will roll out of bounds inside the manual 48-yard line. Let's see what the call is. I think it's going to be another post-possession penalty on the punt. I think it could be holding on manual. Waiting for the call. It's a sideline side warning. warning. I'll be darned. Well, I wasn't expecting a sideline warning at this juncture of the game, but okay. No, it's really kind of an odd place to call a flag that has no repercussion. It, it, during, it, while a play is in effect, it's and a punt. strange. Yeah, it's very interesting. So Manuel will have good field position at their own 48, 357 to work with, and they have three, three timeouts. Yeah. They got a chance. If they can give Britt some time, this would be a good chance to do uh, a four-minute drill. They do these at the end of the games, end of the half. You keep the ball. You try to drive. You try to get points on the board just to ice a game or ice a half. So they send Carter and Motley to the right. It's Riley, the fullback, and Marcus Fool, the tail, Floyd, excuse me, the tailback. Britt, play-action pass. He's got time. He's going to launch one deep to Carter. Oh, about five yards too deep, but I can't really blame the call. They need to test them deep every once in a while. Well, that was the first time that Britt actually had time to set and plant his feet. And if I'm him, I'm probably a little antsy sitting back there and throwing the ball. Um, Carter actually got past the coverage just a little long, like you said. It's a little bit of a, about a half second off with their timing. Yeah. So it stops the clock with 3.49 to go. Yeah, I would have probably like to see a run right there, but I, I can't blame the, the big shot on first down. Just to keep the clock moving. So they send Ballard. Excuse me, that's T.J. Ballard of Manuel. He'll go wide right. It's Floyd is the lone running back. Carter and Cosby are your other two wideouts. And it's a counter to Floyd. Stays his feet, breaks one tackle. 
It looked like it really could have went somewhere, but he'll get only two out of it. Marcus Floyd. 43 did a really good job tracking him down and a little tiff at the end of the play. Gain of three yards on the play. Third down and seven. Ballard was only, well, they do have two timeouts left. But Floyd will go out. Motley and Cosby will flank to the left. And this time it's Britt out of the gun. But he's got Teague to his right. This has got draw spelled all over it. Nope, Britt back to pass. He's looking for Cosby and it's almost picked off. That could have been the big pick six. Boy, everybody in the stadium knew where that ball was going, but fortunately yeah. it, it lands harmlessly to the turf, but 44 had an instant six on his hand. Yeah, Motley's looking like, yeah, it was wide open, but actually Ballard just sat on those on those hitch routes. And unfortunately, when you've only thrown the ball about five times, you just have no timing with your receivers right now. So Sissel on the kick. One man back for Ballard, and that's number 11. Token pressure by the Bruins, and Sissel booms another one. Toward the left sideline, bounces, 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 and it'll actually go out of bounds at the Bruin 10-yard line. So you can't ask for much more than that. No, it was a really good punt. You know, coffin corner is what they call that. And uh, wasn't the prettiest punt, but it got the job done. No return. So 2.49 left. Ballard trails 6-0, and they've got 90 yards to go. 39 yards on the punt. Nope. You know, this, this game's living it up to the bill that uh, it always does. Hard-hitting game. People are flying around. It has been a little unclean as far as the penalties. You would like to see both teams clean that up maybe in the second half. Um, but right now, you know, Ballard's taking the field. It's still a one-score game. they got 249, two timeouts left. There's plenty of time to go down and score. And they, they're married to that spread formation, so it's a quick strike offense. Quarterback stands on the five. He's got a running back to his left. Steps back. He's got a man at the 15, breaks the tackle out to the 18-yard line, close to the first down yardage. I think uh, Ballard found something there. They just slipped that running back. He chipped on his way out, chipped the defensive end, and then just found a, sat down, found a little spot. Uh, right in front of the linebacker. Right in front of the linebacker. Nacho Jones came on the pressure uh, from the outside from Manuel there and got in his face. but Actually, I think he just kind of waited for Jones to clear out. Yeah. Oh, second down pass is high and incomplete. Kiesler got in there again. But it's going to be third and one. It stops the clock, 2.17 to go before the half. Now it's a big third down play for the Bruins. Yeah, Ballard hasn't shown much of a running game here. This is where, you know, if I'm a coach, I would love to be able to run this for two yards and get a first down. A little read option here. Actually, they're back to pass again. Jones with the pressure. Can he get him? He does. Flags are He's blown up at the 10-yard line. It won't matter. I think they've got a flag for holding anyway, but we just can't stay enough about that. It's going to bring up fourth down. Actually, I think it was Ian Long that brought the heat from the left side. No, it was Nacho Jones. Was it Nacho Jones? Okay. Yeah, he's been all over the field in those. Uh, he's just coming on pressure. I think, you know, if they're playing into the boundary one receiver, I think he just has the green light to go. 
So 208 left. Manuel declines the holding penalty. Carter and Cosby stand at the Ballard 45 and the punter in the Bruin end zone. So in the last last game, I got a chance to talk to one of the coaches, and he said they're always going to bring four four rushers no matter what happens. So um, Manuel's calling a timeout here, uh, maybe to go over something, maybe go over a block. Maybe go for the block here. Yeah. So 2.03 left before the half. It's Manuel 6, Ballard nothing. You know, it's kind of a peculiar timeout. Ballard is about to hike the ball. Unless you see something that, you know, you think you can exploit, um, very interesting timeout. You'd like to have kind of your full set of timeouts going into the half there. Um, getting the ball back, you would probably got the ball around the 45. And you wonder if Manuel's just talking over what they're going to do, if they want to go for the block, or maybe it's something as simple as saying, don't rough the kicker. Yeah. Apologize to our listeners. I'm being interrupted by <laughs> some little league communications. <laughs> it's big time right there. Oh yes. Go out and support your your Silver Creek, whatever. Mighty Mites. Mighty Mites. Yeah. If you live in Southern Indiana. High snap. Manual. No pressure. Short high kick fielded by Carter at the 38, and he's dropped immediately. But boy, that was a very dangerous snap. Well, did a nice job of getting rid of that. We're lucky Cosby didn't get called with a block in the back right there. He kind of ran up and touched him. Most of the time, refs are really, really sensitive about that call. And I agree, you can get really hurt on a block in the back. Um, it doesn't feel good to get hit in the back either from, no, from experience. No, 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 35 yards on the punt, <laughs> loss of one yard on the <laughs> You never see it coming. <laughs> no. So Manuel, the ball at the 39 of Ballard with 1.53 to go, looking to add to their 6-0 lead. High formation, handoff Floyd, tries the left side, and he's going to make the mistake of retreating, then trying to go forward, and pursuit inside out was there and stops him for maybe a gain of one. Yeah, number seven came, came down really quickly from his safety position and made him pay the price for bouncing it outside. So but no again, there's no there's no hole for him to run in. So second and ten. The good thing is it keeps the clock running. Minute 27 left to go and counting here in the half. Manual not with much urgency here in a very interesting formation. Britt takes a snap, rolling right. He's got Carter at the 35. Slips one tackler, 25 out of bounds. He'll stop the clock with a crimson first down at the 23. Now with 1.11 to go, two timeouts, one would think Manuel's back in field goal range again. Yeah, I, I, I like Cop from at least the 25 in. So, uh, and right now we're sitting at the, the 23. Um, I think Manuel's got a chance to get points regardless. Two timeouts left. Um, yeah, the formation was kind of funky, but it gave Britt some time to roll out. And, and only stacked, on a two-man route, though. They stacked two two running backs to his right, and I guess it was just an extra line of uh, blocking. Yeah, this time they've got him stacked to the left. Tied into the backside. And Britt rolls left. And he's got Carter at the 20, but a little long for him, so it's going to be second and 10. They ran the same play yeah, to the other side. Got, they just flipped. Again, I think Britt's got happy feet right now. He doesn't want to sit and sit and take his steps and go through his progression to hit that ball. The next step on that play is you throw the out and out. Yes, yes. 
You see, if you were, if you watch the the Colts or not the Colts, the Bills Jets games, Eric Decker did the same thing. He ran the out route, ran the out route, yeah, ran the out route, route, out of that slot position. Then all of a sudden, he just hit it up and he hit for a 40-yard gain. Got to sell that corner. Same formation. We'll call this a pistol. Then Manuel wants a timeout and just got the head coach is furious as he had to burn a T.O. there. Formation, formation, formation. formation. So 107 to go. Second quarter, it's Manuel six, Ballard nothing. They're looking at a second and 10 from the Bruin 23. And, and that's a costly timeout. And they only have one timeout left. So say Manuel gets a first down here. Um, what will happen is you hope they get out of bounds uh, because they're going to have one timeout left. Then from there, you're, you're playing minus a down because you're going to have to clock the ball. Yes. Second and ten, you hope to pick up at least five here and then make it third and manageable. And now what you did is give the defense a little bit of a breather. Yeah. You're gonna get you're gonna give the defense the rest of the half more than likely, unless you know they score here on a quick hitter. Again, I think you come back to that formation and you run the out and up. I think you got Ballard sucking up there on, on Carter out of the slot and they're and their safety's pretty shallow right now. Yeah, number five's just kind of hovering over. Uh, they're just sitting right there in pistol formation. Britt takes a deep drop, lofts one for the end zone for Carter. Is he inbounds? I think he was out. I thought he got a foot in. Uh, I was hoping he did. It was close. Close one's going to bring up third and ten. In college, that would have been an instant replay. Uh, boy, that would have been a nice, nice one to review again. Yeah. But that was a good ball. Good effort by Carter there. He threw it to where only he could catch. That's what you got to do sometimes. And that play, you want to make sure either it's him or no one. Yeah, do you run something here five to ten yards toward the left to maybe give Cop another look at it? Or do you just, uh, I think this is four down territory with one minute to go. You know, I wouldn't, I would, I'd run the screen. Let that pressure, invite the pressure up, dump it in over top, uh, and then see if he can get free, run the clock down as much as he can. Britt under pressure. He's going to have to run. He's brought down for a loss back to the 35. Now you're just gonna let the clock run, and, yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna test Cop's leg. Yeah, you're gonna test him for 50. So you let the clock run and run and run. It's gonna be fourth after the loss. We'll call it fourth and about. Ballard with a timeout to save as much clock as, as they, they can. can. Yeah. I think you punt here. You got it from the 34. I think we punt. Is what 51 yard field goal? I think we punt. Oh come on! Let's make it. Let's, let's break a record. <laughs> I think uh, actually the record uh, would be uh, in 2000. Uh, Sam Ernie yeah, he, had, and nailed a couple of 50-plus yards. Yeah. The All-State place kicker. Yeah, Sam. Sam went to Marshall. Yes. And uh, had a heck of a foot on him. Back when I tried to have a kicking career, Sam used to help me out. <laughs> He was quite the athlete. Yeah, he was, and, and you know he was uh, he was a traditional kicker. Yeah, he had straight, uh, ahead, straight ahead. He just had calves and and thighs that are bigger than most people's chest. I think that's a good place kicking family. I think the Ernie's actually had kickers at St. X and Mayo. They did. So it's fourth and twenty. Ball at the Ballard 30. 37 seconds to go. And uh, let's see if they leave the offense on. It looks like Manuel's calling on the offense here. Teague, Floyd are in. Well, Britt's still in at quarterback. 
It looks like Manuel's just content to run the ball here. Pyra formation, Carter to the right. Play action pass. Britt's going to loft one deep. He, can Carter make the play? Intercepted, in and out of it. Great play by the defender just to drop that because if it was picked off, Carter could have tackled him at the three. But the Bruins are going to come up with decent field position at the 34. It was almost as effective as a punt. Yeah. Um, but, again, really shaky route concepts. You have yes. one, one on three. One receiver actually running his pattern into coverage. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know if, he, if the coach just said throw it up. But ultimately what you do is you give Ballard decent field position. You know, Ballard needs two chunk plays. They get 20 yards out of bounds, 20 yards out of bounds, and then throwing at the end zone. 30 seconds is an eternity. 30 seconds and a timeout is a long ways. Takes a snap. They set the screen up to the left. And that's Riley that makes the tackle. Otherwise, he had a long ways to go. Manuel sent a lot of pressure. That little slip screen beat it. Complete to number 11, Gunter. But that's going to make Ballard call their last time out with 23 seconds to go. It's a, it's a battle of uh, number 11s at receiver. Gunther, I think I heard over the PA, is Ballard's number 11. And uh, Jalen Carter for Manuel. But Carter's been catching everything. He, they want to get him the ball in his hands. He's effective when he's got the ball. Um, and again, Manuel's rallying and making gang tackles. It's important to see now can they, can they keep up the energy. It takes a lot of energy to, to pursue and pursue and pursue and pursue. I notice the quarterback's been throwing off his heels a lot. I don't know if that's to do with his injury or not. And it could be, and it could be, and that usually makes for a pretty pickable ball. Emmanuel needs to watch out for any type of gadget play here, like a hook and ladder, double pass, or anything like that with only 23 seconds to go with no timeouts. I'm kind of surprised um, that Ballard is actually continuing to, to Heave the ball. Yeah, you know, right now maybe just kind of run, take it into half. Manuel comes with more heat. Still got flags are down, and then they finally do connect on the screen, but it's about 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he's going to be brought down, knocked out of bounds for a loss of it's, four, but there's a flag down. It's going to be holding before then, and as I look to my right, there's actually lightning off in the distance. Oh, boy. So this might be abbreviated uh, <laughs> old goat broadcast. Yeah. But it could be heat lightning. And we got an early kickoff tonight, so uh, maybe that was uh, considered that maybe that would make up for any type of uh, weather delay. Yeah. Let's hope we get the first half in here. Yeah, 10 seconds left. Again, that's holding on Ballard. It's going to be third and 20, or second and 20. And, you know, at this point, Ballard should just take a knee. Yeah, Emmanuel with only one timeout, so it's pretty much a moot point here after this play. But Ballard looks like they're going to stay in the spread. If I'm the quarterback, I catch it and take a knee and call it a half. Second down and 24. Emmanuel with a 4-2-5 look. Snap. Looking to throw right. And that ball is deflected, so it's going to stop the clock with seven seconds to go. Base pass incomplete. Tipped at the line. So will Ballard risk throwing another incompletion and bring up a fourth down? Conceivably, Manuel would have a time to burn, burn their last time out. Yeah, I think Ballard's just trying to get the ball in play. 
I'd run the ball. Uh, I, I would have taken a knee. Taken a knee after what on first or second down? Yeah, I I would have just gone to half. I mean, you're down six nothing. You're you're really putting yourself at risk. There we and go. Here comes the draw. Let's see if Manuel will burn a timeout, and they do. Two point seven seconds to go. It brings up fourth down. But I mean, even if you take a knee now, we're going to the half. Yeah, I, you know, at this point in time, all if if Manuel's going to give me an untimed down, basically. Yeah. Might as well leave a quarterback on there and see see what can happen. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great point. I mean, why not? I mean, it's it's yes, it's fourth down, but there's two seconds to go. Why not take a shot? It's it's been very peculiar coaching on both sides. True. <laughs> great great observation. So the punter stands at the Bruin two-yard line. You know, and even if I'm the punter, I catch it and I take a knee. Like, or I catch it and I run, and then I throw it out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. Why well, take a chance on a return? Yeah. I, you know, I wait one, two, I hear the siren, and I take a knee. Here's a snap. They do punt it. And it's going to roll out of bounds at the Bruin 38-yard line, but it doesn't matter. That's the end of the first half. Manual six, Ballard zero. That's half. This is what they call a <laughs> defensive struggle. That's or better yet, let's call it an offensive struggle. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, been very interesting to say the least. It's a, been a bizarro game. Manuel's uh, hell-bent on running, running the football at the teeth of the Bruin defense. Ballard's hell-bent on staying in that spread, not even showing any type of run look, um, playing five-man protection against Manuel's pressure, um, and you don't know what side it's coming from, Teague, Nacho, Jones. And really what's happening is these defense are flying to the ball and they're making hits, and no one, no one can breathe. So it's for Ballard, I'd just call this a sandlot football offense. It's just everybody go out and I'll try to hit somebody who's open. Yeah. It, and it, I think they want to catch tempo, they, but you got to be able to complete the ball to get tempo. Man, Manuel is showing a lot of pressure, getting in their guys' faces, and they're not getting that one-on-one -on -one coverage I think they expected to get from Manuel this week. They're getting more cover three, a little cover four mixed in, and there has been some, man, but not, not very much. And the stunts have been effective of keeping the quarterback on his heels. Yep. A couple of other interesting games around town. I know Trinity Valor uh, visits undefeated Pleasure Park. We don't have any updates right now. Uh, an interesting game of undefe undefeated teams. Hard to believe we're only a couple weeks away from district play. Yeah, it's getting here soon. Well, you can start to feel the fall in the air in the mornings. Yes, yes. You know, they say the Super District is history, but I wouldn't say that much because you still have Mail, Manual, St. X. And then you add on two other competitive programs, PRP and Butler. I mean, it may be Super District Junior, but it's still the toughest district in the state. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think there's anybody in Jefferson County that would disagree with that. No. You know, anytime you have, anytime you have Manual, St. X, and Mail in one district, it's... It's a lot of power and a lot of history in one district. And programs that are not only used to winning, they expect to win. Yes. And their alumni and their fans demand winning. Yeah. It's just not going to put up with anything less. Yeah. And, and, and you know, if we if we look forward to district play, I know we got a few games before we get there, but 
you know, Manuel's going to have to continue to evolve on offense. Um, Will Will Britt's got an arm. I think you got to use it. Uh, Jalen Carter's got legs. You got to use it. You know, one thing I don't think we're using, Motley last year had a huge year in the slot, and we have not used him at all in that slot trying to get him shake loose, kind of like a Cole Beasley in the NFL, kind of a comparison, or Julian Edelman. Somebody comes across, Wes Welker-type catch. Or and even an Eric Neiman yeah. from the previous seasons. He was a great third-down possession receiver. He, yeah. he would he bail Manuel out of some really nasty predicaments on third down. Yeah, and you still got to get Cosby the ball. And, and to be honest, you know, this, this Maryland eye, it, you can stay in base defense. You don't have to get out of it. When you, anytime you run two receiver sets, your route concepts are going to be very limited. The offensive line has played very bad up until this point. And so you have to sit and play max protection. So you're not going to get your tight end out. You're not getting your running backs out. And two-man route concepts against cover four, cover three, man-to-man is going to be hard to get open. And it's a very elementary and very, very easy to coach up a defensive secondary against that. I mean, yeah, they've got, they've got to spice it up a little bit come district time. Yeah. You know, they have a weapon and a kicker. You know, Manuel excelled in the kicking game. They had great punting, great special teams all in all. You know, the one thing I would like to see them clean up in the second half is no penalties. Uh, I would like to see them come out and, and throw the ball around a little bit. Uh, you're going to have to spread them out. Ballard's comfortable sitting in there front seven versus front seven. They'll take that all day, every day. Um, they have bigger boys or they have boys that are just wanting to get after it. This is a close game. Ballard comes out uh, in the second half. You know, there are adjustments that they make. Maybe they get in and they run some, you know, more tighter sets. Maybe hit Manuel with a few runs, a few screens, use that pressure against them. Uh, and, again, for Manuel, what I do, continue doing what you're doing on defense. But uh, on offense, you got to be able to – Run the ball, maybe some some quarterback run game, some some quarterback power, or some uh, read option. Get get Britt and get um, we did Marcus. see Britt on a couple of occasions scramble yeah. and actually made something out of nothing. And get game. Marcus Floyd out into open space, maybe some swing screens. You know, you got to get your ball in playmakers' hands, um, or even just a toss sweep yeah. that we have yet to see in the manual playbook. Yeah. Um, so Ballard's band's about to take the field. We got 10 minutes left uh, here in halftime. Uh, again, Manuel will receive the second half kickoff um, here at Ballard Stadium on this hot, sticky evening as the moon starts to rise. It's an orange moon tonight. Uh, it's uh, really pretty. Uh, looks like the weather's going to hold off for us, so that's great. And uh, you know, we're just excited to see that Manuel, you know, at least coming up and playing hard. That's you can't you can't say that they're not playing hard. It's, it's great effort from the kids tonight. Looks like they may have benefited from that from the off week, but boy, from an old goal perspective, it was a lonely Friday night with no game. Yeah, it's it's always difficult um, when you don't see uh, you know your team play on a Friday. I actually always hate bye weeks. Me too. Me too. I, yeah. From a player's perspective, I don't like them. From a fan's perspective, I don't like them. It really breaks the momentum, especially if you start out 3-0, you want to keep it going. Yeah. And you would like to see it a little bit later in district play. Yes, yes. Of course, Manuel uh, travels to Shively next week to take on the Western Warriors. And then they finally return home to take on the Butler Bears, and that's the first district game of the season two weeks from tonight. Actually, I think it's a Thursday night game. Yes, it is. It's because uh, I think uh, Yom service? Kippur, is, okay. uh, right. that's why they do that All right. uh, on that Friday. Uh, and if we have any Jewish listeners, please uh, let us know. Um, 
Contact us at oldgoatradio at twc.com to confirm that. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I messed up uh, the holiday. I'm just trying to remember why we had uh, that. We always have a Thursday night game. Yes. Um, and it, it's in service plus uh, the religious holiday okay. is, is why they do that. There's a lot of, uh, there's a good amount of Jewish culture in uh, Louisville area. Uh, and they've contributed heavily to the manual football program throughout the years. Yes, very much so. Uh, 1938 national championship team was coached by Emmanuel All-Stater and later an All-American at the University of Michigan, Ray Bear. Oh, yeah. So, very storied past Emmanuel High School and their football program. Nice performance being put on by the Ballard Marching Band tonight. Talk about the manual side of the district. The Ballard Bruins, on the other hand, uh, they have the Green Monsters of Trinity, but they look to be a solid lock on, at least from this GOAT's perspective, on second place in the district, where you have a few teams in rebuilding mode. You have Eastern, J-Town, uh, the third one, uh, Seneca, are all on the downswing, and I'm sure they'll turn that around in a couple of seasons. But for the 2016 race, you would think that the front runners are, are predestined. Yeah, it, and it's always... Unfortunately, you can pretty much call it out. It's always going to be your Trinities. It's always going to be your St. X's, your Males, your Manuals. They're all going to be Ballard. Ballard is coming to be considered a solid program. Uh, from my perspective, um, you know, they're good, not great. They got yes. potential. They got the players. Uh, and I think they have a pretty good coaching staff. And what I saw from a coaching perspective, um, they're running complicated defenses. Uh, you know, I, from my perspective, we couldn't really run 3-4 in college. We have two 3-4 teams. Manual say they run a 4-2-5. Ballard might say the same thing, but they line up in a traditional 3-4 looking concept. Um, you know, and it, it's really tough to play two-gap defense, so I really appreciate what the coaches are doing to teach their kids how to two-gap. Uh, and for those who don't know, that basically means you're one-on-one -on -one with the guy in front of you, and you play the gap to the right and to the left of your body, and you got to shed them, and you got to show up in the hole when, when the runner's there. You've got to make a quick read. you got to make a quick read. And, you know, in, as an offensive lineman, a former offensive lineman, especially in high school, and then later on in college when we played a read-style defense, you know, I can do things as an offensive lineman to mess up your steps. I can false step on purpose if I know you're going to read my feet or if I know you're reading my shoulders. I can lean left and go right to get you to jump that way and then I have you sealed off. Right. Um, so discipline, discipline, discipline. Or let them read your eyes. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> not, not, not your eyes, but I'm just <laughs> figuratively. Oh, yeah. It's always a good trick. At least I used to like to do that. I would look the opposite direction of where I was really going. Oh, yeah. And a lot of guys would bite on that. Yeah, and it, it, it goes back. Same thing with the quarterback. Will Britt's got to be better with his eyes. Uh, he's letting his body dictate where the ball's going. You know, if you're a quarterback, you sit down there and you, you drop and you get keep your feet hot. One, two, look, look, throw. Uh, you never look at your first receiver first. <laughs> look left if you're throwing right. You got to get the defense to turn so you can give separation. Uh, again, we missed the deep ball in the first half. Carter by maybe two or three yards. Uh, you would like to see him maybe lay out for that one, see if he could have gotten there. Uh, a little bit of an out throw, but, it, you know, Britt kind of in the closing minutes, throwing it at the end zone. Uh, you know, good ball on the outside there. 
I, I, again, get, get Ballard uh, involved in, in, in Motley involved in the passing game a little bit. Yeah, the ball's got to go to other places. You know, if I'm an opposing coach, if I'm Ballard, what I'm saying is right now, take away Carter, you take away their offense. Right. Uh, and basically, you might see some bracketed coverage. And what I mean, bracketed coverage for those uh, listening is corner man to man and a safety help over top, and then just say, hey guys, you know, these two people have him. Let let's see if anyone else can beat us on their team. And, and to this point. Manuel's offense hasn't even beat them. No, they haven't. Courtesy of uh, Nick Cops told they have a six nothing lead. Yeah, and, and it's been sloppy play by Ballard. I mean, it's it's been penalty, penalty, fumble. You know that has set up Manuel in territory to be able to go down and score. Manuel hasn't sustained a drive yet. Now, and of course, Ballard was in the red zone, and it, it, fortunate for Manuel, there was the fumble there that, that bailed him out. Yeah, a nice recovery. We're about four and a half minutes away from kickoff of the second half. And I mean, it's a quick first half. I mean, it was only an hour long, um, you know, hour and 15. It's not, it's not bad. You know, this game, uh, I'd say, be over by 9, 9.30. If we can stop the penalty flags from raining down. And yeah. It's, it's, I'd like to see Manuel take the kickoff of the second half, drive down and make this a two-score game. And I think it would really push Ballard's hand a little bit. Yeah, and, and the game's going to be, a, you know, for the viewers at home, the game's going to be slower. You have a pass-happy offense versus a run-happy offense. Yep. So when Manuel's... On the field, the, the clock's going to keep running. When Ballard's on the field, you're going to see two, three, four, five seconds run off the clock, and then dead <laughs> These are the type of – on the basketball court, there's also that same philosophy. So one team wants to get up and down the floor, want to force the action, and you'll have another team that wants to play really deliberate and milk that uh, shot clock. Ooh, a nice, uh, nice manual crowd across the way. Ballard, a pretty good crowd all around here. Yeah, the Ballard student section showed up in spirit for their team, and you know it's been a great game. They haven't been disappointed by that, that's for sure. I got to see the Bruins against Mail a couple of weeks ago, and I was impressed with them. Then they fell 31-13, but there's no disgrace in that. No. You know, sometimes you just got to come out and play ball, and I think that's, I think it's what you're going to see in the second half. People are just going to come out and start playing football, and unfortunately, you know, for Manuel, I don't know how many adjustments they can actually make. Yes. Um, you know, from a standpoint, you saw some shotgun, but again, it was Max Pro shotgun. Um, so what I mean by Max Pro, Max, max protection. Protects. Um, so they kept everyone in. Again, two-man route concepts. All they got to do is roll up their corner, have their linebacker pop out, and roll a safety over, and they got three versus two. And, and they're probably going to have to run out of that set to make Ballard respect that formation. Right now, they, it, they're, they're, they're showing their hand it's going to be a pass. Yeah. And uh, apparently we have a little bit of the Boston Red Sox going on yeah. uh, here at uh, Ballard Stadium. Neil Diamond. Good stuff. This song's dedicated to Buzz Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be here this evening. I guess we'll let him have his uh, Starbucks out in Seattle. That's right. That's right. Buzz, if you're listening, we miss you, buddy. Enjoy your venti mocha latte. It could be pumpkin spice time. It, it could be pumpkin spice. It is the season. A couple.
couple of minutes here before the second half begins. You know, it's always interesting from a fan's perspective on a Friday night. You know, I didn't really get to participate in these much when I was in high school. Um, so it's kind of cool to come back and observe the game from a yeah. uh, commentator perspective, but it's also cool to see, uh, you know, how high school kids just enjoy and get behind their team on a Friday night. Nothing like high school school spirit. Yeah. You know, these kids have uh, opportunity to do whatever they want on a Friday night, and it's kind of cool that they are come out and support, you know, kids in their class, uh, support their friends, and uh, just hang out. So we're watching Nick Cop here practice, connecting from 40 yards plus, and looking pretty good. Uh, for this this old goat, I tell you what, to me, one of the biggest thrills in my football career was coming on that field at Manuel Stadium and hear them strike up, stand up and cheer. Yeah. It's just a, it gives me it gives me goosebumps. Yeah, it still gives me goosebumps and, I, and the sound of those cleats crossing over that track. Yeah. Yeah. And of course the pizza resistance to me. <laughs> we just got word from Buzz Frank. It's pumpkin spice time. <laughs> Another great thrill is looking up at that scoreboard, the male manual game, and seeing us yeah. ahead in the yeah. closing seconds. Here in the countdown, nine, eight, seven. I, wow. I think, uh, as, as you say that, uh, there wasn't many times, not a very nostalgic person, um, Playing in Papa John's Cardinal Stadium, my senior year, we brought it back there, 25-something thousand people there for a great night of football. And, um, you know, Mayo had my number for three of my four years. But uh, to walk away uh, my senior year with the barrel in my hand um, as a senior captain and being a part of a team that uh, was one of the most winning teams in manual history, winning 10 games, only losing two. Um, you know, it's that you know, night it's special. That morning was really special because the first question I was asked, the first person I spoke to on the Saturday morning was a male alum and said, how much did we beat you by this time? <laughs> <laughs> and Buzz also with another update, he said, no matter what anyone says, we're out of, they're out of school for St. James Art Fair, no matter what. Okay, that works for me too, St. James Art Fair. Free plug yeah. for the Art East. Buzz, just keep bringing them in. I have my watch. I don't even have to look at my phone. I can see all the text, all the all the Facebook messages you're sending me. Buzz, send us some scores. If you're following any other games on Twitter. <laughs> oh, thanks, Buzz. We really appreciate the heads up. <laughs> awesome. Ballard's coming out loose here as they warm up. Manuel looks a little stiff. Uh, their coaches are having fun. They're dancing around. They're hopping around. You know, you know, can Manuel be complacent coming out of the half? Sluggish offense, hard-hitting defense. The student section of Ballard is, is into it. You know, the cheerleaders are into it. Let's see what, what happens. Let's see what happens. We've got 24 minutes of regulation left. And if you've noticed, Jake, the student bodies have kind of uh, – crowded around the goats here. Yeah. This could be a dangerous situation. Don't you worry. I got you. <laughs> Always nice to have SEC linemen here. We are press box exiles. 
Manuel's got a full full box next to us to our right. Uh, we can see the coaches in there working hard, filming and and uh, calling in plays and what they see. Uh, maybe they're hearing some of our expert analysis over here. <laughs> our combined football knowledge might be uh, a little. Maybe a I'm little just behind. a football monitor. Sorry, I had to put that in there. <laughs> okay, so I'll take my expertise. Okay, I'm, I can just tell you what's going on. I don't know much more than that. You understood what max protection was. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Looking off behind the stadium here, I just did see a flash of uh, a little thunder. A flash of thunder. You can see thunder. That's interesting. Can yes. you tell me how you see thunder? I've got these special glasses here. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have fun while you're on these broadcasts. Oh yes, you've got to have a vivid imagination sometimes too. Oh, for sure. No, just from a from a visual aesthetics thing from a manual fan, I wish they would go back to the more wraparound horn versus the short billy goat horn. We can talk about that. Uh, did, did the manual first wore those horns in 1959. That, that was the look up uh, until the early 70s when they went to the more of the L.A. Rams style. Yeah. And uh, I'm open for a change again. I like to mix it up every few seasons. Yeah. Just gives it a different vibe. But we don't really want to mimic the Rams. They haven't scored a touchdown or any points no, in no, this not uh, at all. No, 2016 not. NFL season. For the first time tonight, number 88 has it teed up for the next is 38 has it teed up for the Bruins. Deep for Manuel is going to be Cosby and Carter, and we have a Bruin late to arrive on the field. And he just gave a message to the kicker. I don't know what it was. Watch for the onside kick. That's a high short kick. Be, actually, Carter doesn't field it. It rolls back inside the five, finally picks it up. He loads one tackler, two, but Manuel's going to start out with poor field position back to the 16-yard line. Uh, it just whoever, got away from him. Whoever that up back was, um, I don't know if it was Motley, uh, I think. He just kind of let Carter come up and field it like he was supposed to, uh, and Carter didn't really come make a play on it. He wasn't aggressive. I think this is the worst field position for Manuel tonight. Yes, it is. And the Ballard student section just released about 100 lime green balloons. I think in memory of a student. So Manuel in the eye formation, two receivers to the right. Grit under center. Handoff, straight ahead. Nothing. Met in the backfield, maybe a loss of two. Number 64 from Ballard. I don't know. Uh, I think he's at the nose tackle position, but he just showed in the hole in a hurry. Yeah, Floyd had no chance. Absolutely no chance. So it's second and 12. Yeah, Manuel's feet on the offensive lineman just look like they're stuck in molasses. Yeah, so 64 is uh, playing that nose traditional nose tackle position. We go back to the power eye. One receiver to the right. Hand off to the floor. Actually, hand off the second man through Floyd, and he's wrapped up again for no gain. Maybe yeah. a loss of one. So Ballard's just playing straight up. They uh, they stunted to the left, uh, you know, with their center. And I think they're just getting a linebacker key and basically tell them going left or right on the nose tackle, and they're just uh, they're just rallying. And but with body language says it all. Yeah. 
Well, Ballard has all the momentum here. Early stages of the second half. It's third and 12. The ball back at the manual 10. And a uh, barn burner, uh, Wagner, is up 6 nothing over Atherton. Oh, boy. At halftime. So it's third and 12. Manuel works with, yeah, receiver both ways. Britt, three-step drop. Draw play to Floyd. And he'll get about four. And uh, they'll bring on Sissel to punt. As, as I said, Manuel doesn't have many ways to make adjustments. And uh, they came out and they ran a very, very, very vanilla uh, offense. And Ballard just keyed it. And now Ballard has field position. Sissel stands inside his end zone to punt. You know, if I'm Ballard here, I, I might make a chance at the I have to take a take punt. a chance at a block here. Nope, they're gonna look like they're dropping the return. They do put some pressure on Sissel. Booms one, backs up the return man to the 45. Starts to his right, and he's dropped just a great open field tackle. Good job on number 35. 35. Keon Ferris. Keon Ferris. Mr. Russell and Ballard will actually start on their side of the 50. So great punt um, with the pressure coming at him. Uh, number 11 had a chance in the open field to make something happen for Ballard. And Keon Ferris came came out of that gunner position and just made a really good open field tackle. Play of the night so far. Yeah. I thought he had some room to run. So Ballard sends three receivers left, one right. Handoff, straight ahead, slips one tackler, two's across the 50, and then he's going to be bulldogged down after a gain of about five. Good tackle by Sneed right there. They just ran a front side uh, zone play uh, to the running back, and then he just bent it back and then just found some, some space. Uh, basically, an uh, inside zone play. All the lines is going to block down to the left, and then he sees if he sees a hole to the front side. If not, he bends it back, and you know he got five yards there against the green. High snap again, looking right. Oh my goodness! If if Teague had just looked earlier, they had two guys covering one, uh, <laughs> and he threw it closer to Teague than he did his own player. Yeah, I think he felt the pressure. Manuel brought some pressure right up the middle there. So a key third and six from the manual 48. Nine minutes to go second quarter. Here comes the snap. Looks like they're going to sell screen the whole way. Oh, and it was almost picked off by Bryce Cosby. You had a beat on it the whole way. Just couldn't get find the handle for it. But Manuel no. had that sniffed out. Number three had to really hold on to the ball, and he's limping off again. Uh, number 30 with the pressure from Manuel, Cameron Kiesel. And I apologize, I think I was called him Kiesel earlier. It's, it's, it's Kiesel, okay. Yeah, the quarterback seems to be a little hampered with an ankle problem there. Yeah. The screen was there. Ooh, another barn burner. Valley 12, Fairdale 7 and a half. Oh boy. Buzz is sending us updates from oh, real, excellent. real awesome teams. Oh, and a very poor short punt. Manuel just needs to get away from it. And the Crimsons are gonna come up with great field position. At their own, I think it's a net, a net punt of less than uh, 10 yards. He didn't make it to the first down marker. So Manuel really has been fortunate. He's at, they're at the 43, I believe. Man they're going to mark it at the Manuel 43. So after starting out in the uh, shadow of their own goalpost at the start of the second half, now it's out to the 43. 
Man, let's see if Manuel can put a drive together. This is going to be a consistent theme I think that we're going to have to deal with throughout the year. Can Manuel produce something on offense? And they desperately need to make this a two-score game. Ba Ballard's an inch away from making something happen on offense. Floyd, the only running back. They give him the counter to the right. And the backside pursuit catches up, a gain of two. Yeah. So they ran uh, just a kind of a weak side blitz or a water blitz. So they slanted everyone away and they brought the linebackers to the weak side and they just penetrated or pursued right down the line and was able to make the tackle because the play was slow to develop. So second, we'll call it seven, ball at the 46. Generous spot. Yes, it was, it was. This time two receivers left and they split in Marcus Floyd wide right. Emmanuel, and it's Cosby again out of the wild goat formation. And here comes Carter in motion right, fakes it. It's Cosby, Cosby across midfield. He'll pick up four. This formation has not really been as productive as it thought it would be. Yeah. But that time they did pick up four tough yards. Yeah, definitely. Um, and just as a reminder, the score is six to zero. Uh, Manuel leads Ballard here in the third quarter with 740 left to go in, in the third. Uh, just got another update uh, from Buzz. Trinity's up 13-10 over PRP at halftime. Oh, so boy. PRP is hanging, hanging tough with the Rocks. Homecoming night at Pleasure Ridge. PRP is always an interesting place to play. A lot of things can happen. The up black there. hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think scoreboard's blowing up. Power line's being cut. Third and three from midfield. Para. Handoff Teague. Teague gets the first down, down to the Ballard 44-yard line. Just a nice downhill run. Yeah, that's the, probably the best run we've seen all night. Uh, quick hitter, uh, was able to get up pressure. The linebackers for uh, Ballard didn't react. Their line didn't get a push, which is few and far between. Uh, also, just got another update. St. X is uh, running the score up on Highlands, 38 to nothing. Looks like the Tigers are back in high gear. Yep. Again, par eye formation. Ballard, the only uh, receiver to the left. Straight ahead goes Riley. And boy, he's still fighting forward. Boy, all of Mike Nero, he's still going for a first down all the way inside the Ballard 30-yard line. He just kept his feet churning. Yeah. The big boys got behind him. Shades of the 2013 Ballard manual game where Mike Nero... Apparently, it looked like he was stopped at the line of scrimmage and went on to break several tackles to, to score a touchdown in the closing seconds of a game. See, this puts Manuel ahead of the chains. You know, this is the second first down in a row. Um, now you have a chance to hit a quick hitter. Now you got a chance to... Ballard can't bring all that pressure right now. Four receiver look, actually three receiver look, and it's going to be Teague, the only running back. And it's a counter to Teague. And he, I think he kind of ran into Britt there, and it kind of slowed him down. So he's going to be brought down for a short loss. Yeah, it was a counter, and the, I think the the footwork and the communication was just it was, off. It was just a little, little off. But Manuel's going to go back to the uh, power eye uh, kind of look. It looks like as they sub two, sub two bigger fullback looking players in. Well, under six minutes to go, third quarter. Second down and twelve. Six nothing, Manuel leads Ballard. And it's gonna be TJ Ballard and Carter splitting wide right. 
The offset eye, they keep Teagan as the tailback. Ball on the left hash. Handoff, Teague, off right tackle. Stutter steps, cuts it back. He's into the open at the 25, but he's cut down at the 20 near Manuel first down. Boy, that nice shift. And he cut back, it looked like he might have been gone. Yeah, was that was just a straight, in, uh, just kind of a zone play on offense. And uh, he was bottled up, but patient footwork. He kept his feet hot, kept him buzzing, and was able to, to scan where it was. Kicked back inside and bent it back and found a little hole and busted it for 13. Yeah, this time I'm going to say, I know Manuel's had some fortunate spots tonight. This time I thought it was a poor spot. Yeah, I, I thought, thought he, he got out past the 20. Yeah, I thought he got a first round. They're going to call it third and one at the 21. And again, Pyra situation. Motley split wide to the left. And they're going to get a timeout manual. And again, Scott Carmody is very frustrated on the sideline. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to stop the clock. But at 4.51 left in the third, it's manual six, Ballard nothing. They're looking at a third and one from the Bruin 21-yard line. Yeah, and from here, again, this is something where they could use the quarterback run game. Get him in the shotgun and make let him move around a little bit. Yeah, you're going to start behind uh, the line, but Ballard is flowing so quick to the ball. Maybe even a misdirection play. Um, show something one way and bring a, you know, end around or something. you got to get creative here on third and one. Ballard's going to key that inside zone play. Manuel's been hammering and hammering and hammering. Got to bring something different. Also, Sanex is wearing black on black tonight. All uh, Ballard. Oh, boy. I kind of saw highlights of that last week against uh, Central that they had that black on black look. Yeah. Boy. They have an interesting wardrobe budget. Well, I tell you what, that's what happens when you go to private school. Absolutely. They have that banana-rama look, too, the yeah. all-yellow thing there. Yeah. So back to live action, third and one. Manuel's going with that Maryland eye or the, the three-back look. Motley split left, tied into the left. And it's Britt under center. I'd like to see a quarterback sneak. And it's the handoff again to the fullback. And a nice, strong push. They have a first down. When a lineman loses helmet, number 74, Dalen Horton. There's John Riley Jr. on the carry. Turn up the mixer. So a big first down for the Crimsons. First and 10 at the Ballard. Two yards on the play. First and 10. Let's call it the 20. Inside the 20-yard line. Yeah, just inside. Um, Manuel's got a good chance to come down here and at least come away with points. And they would be big points, whether three or six or seven or eight. And Teague is going to flank to the right. Give him more of a traditional eye look. And hand off to Floyd. And they run weak side. That's a really yeah, interesting, interesting call. They run weak ISO away from, from the, the power. power. I don't understand that call. No, I, I really thought they were setting up for a traditional power O type play there. So just, you know, down down block, bring the opposite guard yeah. around. We haven't seen any type of that type of pool motion from the offensive line at all. And I thought we sure we were going to have Teague blocked down on a, on a linebacker and open and it, something up to yeah. the wide side of the field. Well, that fooled everybody. <laughs> it, it has me kind of dumbfounded, to be yes. honest. One receiver to the right, second and 10 from the Ballard 20. And it's a handoff to Teague. Teague's got five. We'll give him six. It's going to be third and four. Yeah, third, third and a long four. 
This is an important play for Manuel. I, I don't I don't know if you can run for four down. Is it four down territory? Is it too early in the game? I think we. I think you give it back to John Riley Jr. one more time. It, it's just so hard to, to see when we have such weapons on the outside and we're just not using them. Under the, well, the three-minute mark of the third quarter, Carter, he's got man coverage wide right. You know, if I'm if I'm Britt, I just rise up and I throw him a quick hitter. And the handoff again, second man through is right. He might break it for a touchdown. He does. John Riley Jr. from 14 yards out, just a handoff to the fullback. Yeah, he broke a couple of tackles at the line of scrimmage and punched it through. Looked like he was going to be stopped, and he just had the determination to keep his feet moving and score. And Manuel's crowd goes wild. 2.48 left in the third. It's Manuel 12, Ballard nothing. Manuel's going to opt for the uh, for the PAT here. Our uh, sister school in Indianapolis is getting beat by Providence. 35 to nothing. I have a game at Providence Sunday morning. Okay, the old Emmerich Manuel High School. Yes. In the ancient days of Manuel football, after the kick here, I'll tell you. Cop has got a seven point of the night. 2.48 left in the third. Manual 13, Ballard nothing. The old Indianapolis Manual and Louisville Manual in the old days of football, going back to the 20s and 30s, had a nice series. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. See, I would love to have something like that. A little something interstate rivalry, yeah. not too far away. And uh, Manual not only played Louisville St. X, but I think actually started the series with Cincinnati St. X as well. So oh, wow. interesting to go back and look through the old. That old rivalry book and see, see the, the old series and Manuel playing schools from Gadsden, Alabama, Erie, Pennsylvania. Well, I mean, for the while, for a while, I mean, Manuel was the power. They were the national male and Manuel were known nationally, uh, and they're still well known. Yeah. As for academics as well. Hey. Well, as long as we beat Mel in that, that's hey, all that all matters. If <laughs> if it's tiddly winks, yes. it works for me. Um, and. John Rollins Jr., who knew? Buzz Frank. That, I think that's a tagline. <laughs> in, my, in my ear, I can hear him say that on the radio. Let's silence the home crowd here. Cops got it teed up on the right hash. It's a short kick. It's going to be fielded at the four. And then he set the return up the middle. He breaks through one line. He may be gone. He's across 50. Cop's got to look at him. And he actually, Nick Cop brings him down at the manual 31. So not only has he added seven crucial points tonight, it was a touchdown saving tackle. It looks and like we got a flag down. We got a flag on the field, and it's coming from the same spot at the last time. And where it, it could be a sideline penalty. Could be a sideline penalty because they've already received the sideline warning. And again, the kicker taking a great angle to make the play uh, for Ballard. That's an, uh, for MVP, Emmanuel. That's an MVP play by yeah. Nick Kopp tonight. Yeah, that changes the whole game if, if they were to break that and actually finally score. It was a flag down. Let's see. It was a sideline warning again. This time they're going to mark off some yardage. Five-yard penalty, I believe. So that's going to push the ball out to the manual 35. Still great starting field position for this Ballard offense here with 2.36 left to go in the third quarter. Manual leading 13-0. to This is Old Goat Radio. Shameless plug. Absolutely. And we need every plug we can get. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Manuel had momentarily seized control of the game and the Bruins bounce right back on the kickoff return. High snap, quarterback looking. He actually hit, swings it out to his halfback, but he's going to be decked for a five-yard loss, and a flag comes down late. It's going to be taunting on. I, I think you're right. On Bryce Cosby, that's going to be a 15-yarder. Oh man, and they first didn't need down. that. They didn't need that. Oh boy. And that was putting put Ballard in a second and 15. Now we're going to get. Oh, it's a sideline warning against Manuel. So fortunate if that's all it was. Okay, so it's going to be second and 15. A big break for the Crimsons. Uh, yeah, uh, and it looks like Cosby is the one playing with passion out there. He's trying to get everyone hyped up to play some ball. Uh, the clock's running, 2.20 left here in the third quarter. The ball pushed back to the manual 40. Three receivers right, one to the short side. Again, Ballard's looking to make that first reception so they can get back up on the ball and hurry because they have the wristwatch, uh, the wristband. Dick Tracy offense. offense. Yeah. Quarterback rolling right, swings one to the right, connects, but I think it's for a minimal gain. Incomplete. Say incomplete. Well, once had a pretty good game for the Bruins, but he couldn't couldn't find the handle that time. Yeah, Ballard's going to have to get some uh, routes going downfield. These side-to-side -side routes are not right. fooling manual. They're being uh, swarming to the football and just coming up and making these plays. 98's had a really, really efficient game for manual in there. Sean, Sean Pleasant. Um, just... He's not really making plays, but he's disrupting. He has to be accounted for. He's a big boy. So it's third and 15. Big play for Ballard. Quarterback Nacho takes Jones. Rolling to the right. He's decked for a big loss. Falls on the ground. Manuel picks it up. Referee saying They're going to say he's down at the 48, but it was going to be a scoop and score. But Jones is hurt. No, that's 23. That 23 hurt? And I apologize from the Sarf 23 and 25 look a lot alike to It's going to be Ian Long. Ian Long. I didn't see the long flowing locks of Nacho Jones. That's the, that's, that's the distinction. Yes. Uh, he's grabbing his arm, but he got up underneath the quarterback when because uh, they, they hit him in two different ways, and I think he might have landed on that arm. So we're going right to say on. he was down by contact. Okay. It was still a great play by Manuel. Um, so two things. Nacho Jones had a great jump off the ball. Secondly, that linebacker came in a hurry from his middle linebacker spot to come and meet number three in the backfield, and they just had a party at the quarterback. Yeah, and it, when, he, when he rolled left, you know, they, they shut it down. Yeah. I don't understand why they rolled him to the short side of the field. Yeah, it's really made it real easy for Manuel to trap him. And Ballard, after having a great kickoff return, is going to go three and out. And it's they're going to they're going to have to punt. Well, maybe they won't. They might fake it here, but it's going to be fourth and 22. And, and it all started with the sideline penalty. And if I'm correct, that uh, clock should be running. You're right. And now it is. It's they've got wound up now. Oh, it could be. A and they fumble the snap. And this time he gets it away. Manuel will be well served just to get away from it. Going to take a Ballard roll. And he's going to be down at the Manuel 20. So after the tremendous kick return by the Bruins, Manuel defense really looked sharp. Yeah, yeah it was really, really just tenacious. Um, no other way to put it. The defense has put this team on, the back to, on their back, back tonight. Carried them. And they were a hair away from a, from a turnover. Look at the, with the moon. That's a bad moon rising. Yeah, and, you know, as you look up, sometimes, you know, playing on Friday night, you just look up and you see a, a full moon, and it, 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 it looks fake how <laughs> perfect it looks up there. It does. Looks like there's a 60-white bulb in there behind it. Yep. 
So it's a first down manual. Let's demark it at the 21. 124 to go in the third. They lead 13-0. Strong eye, and then they motion to a strong eye to the wide side of the field. Long snap count, and the handoff goes to Marcus Floyd. He's been bottled up tonight. He fights through and gets about five. Actually squirts out close to first down yardage. They're going to give it to him as he was never down. Uh, the He kind of rolled up. Oh, can you call that surfing on top of the pile? Depends on which uh, line, uh, linesman gives up, and we have a player down grabbing their knee. Uh, you never like to see it. Hopefully it's a cramp. Yeah. The way that leg's extended, let's hope it's a cramp. So 105 left in the third. Manual 13, Ballard nothing. Manual has a second and four from the 27-yard line, and we have an injury timeout on the field. And we have another uh, update from our friend Buzz Frank. It's uh, DeSales 20, Fern Creek 7 in the third quarter. Oh, boy. It's a pretty good game. Pretty good game. Two great programs. Yeah, and you have DeSales playing up, what, two classes in that one? Yes, or three. Uh, three Fern classes. Creek's a 5A team, and uh, DeSales a 2A team. Yeah, that's big. And the Colts really have it going over there. Yeah, and, you know, that's that uh, that division seems like it's always going to come down to that Cal-DeSales game. Uh, yes. In the semifinals. Yes. Oh, Moore with a little bit of a program this year. 28-6 over Iroquois. First-year head coach at Iroquois, Corey Peters' brother. Oh, yes. And you've seen them on television making some positive things happen on and off the field there. Yeah. And it's a lot of things. A lot of times people need to take into consideration there's more than being seen W's in the newspaper on a Saturday morning. Yeah. And you know what? Iroquois got talent out there. It's not that they don't. They just got to get the kids to come out to enjoy the program. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and they get, they got a good guy out there to to run run that program. And uh, hopefully, good things for Iroquois here in the next uh, few years with the new head coach. Yeah, and, and I like what he's doing, getting the kids involved with the community, cutting yep. grass, making themselves known to the neighbors. Yep. And we're back to live action. Holy Cross six, Western zero. And it's Cosby again out of that wild goat formation. And it's Carter in motion to the left. This they fakes it to Carter. Here comes Cosby into the open spins. He's got a first down out to the 32-yard line, 37-yard line. So, and so Cosby's got a little bit of a limp as he pops out to the sideline. But you know, if you're manual, if you're going to be in that wild goat formation, wildcat formation, for people who don't understand that reference, <laughs> um, you're going to have to bring that motion. You're not going to be able to just sit back there and just run power O. Yeah. But having that guy creep over, it shifted the linebackers, and then when they brought the power right back to where he came from, it opened up a little seam for Cosby to get seven or eight yards. A big first down for Manuel. Under 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. They stay with the power eye. Manuel's going to run one more play before the end of the quarter. And the handoff to Teague. Teague across the 40, out across midfield. And Jake, you know, you mentioned earlier in the first half, it looked like Ballard controlled the line of scrimmage. I think this third quarter belongs to the manual offensive line. I think what's happened is Ballard has played a lot of snaps. Even though manual hasn't been very productive, they have put their head right into Ballard's chest over and over and over again. And Ballard calls a timeout with 20 seconds left in the third quarter. It's almost like they, they didn't think they could make it another play without a breather. Yeah, and I don't know if the coach is just saying, hey, Manuel, we want you to run another play before ha, a quarter, or you know, maybe we'll get an extra possession out of this in the fourth. Because like, in all likelihood, uh, Ballard's looking at maybe three possessions tops in the fourth, in the fourth quarter. quarter. 
Um, and, and, Manuel, and that's conservative. And, and if Manuel gets something here, yeah. it's really going to make it tough on the Bruins. You know, and if I'm Carmody and I got this, this train rolling, I'm telling my guys, let's Just four, five, six, six, seven, grind them, drive them, and, you know, tack on from, from this spot. You can get three more first downs, and that clock can, can run down to under six, seven minutes in the, in the fourth. You wonder maybe uh, – if they take a shot deep now, it's first and ten at the 48. Uh, do you go for the knockout punch here? Myself, I don't. I, I continue to pound on them. You know, the lineup they got, Teague, Teague's got some some love back here. He's got his feet working. Uh, he's reading his blocks really well. He's being patient. Uh, let him go for it. You don't have Carter in, so, I, you know, in all likelihood, I don't see them going deep with Motley. But that doesn't mean that, you know, they're just running a little hitch and go maybe. But that would be a long throw for Britt. Alright, and a handoff again. John Riley, he's got four. Well, he's a tough, he is a beast to bring down. Yeah, and unfortunately, the, the tricky thing in those piles is, you know, you get stood up long enough, somebody can be you underneath your ankles. Doing uh, nasty business to yeah, you. Yeah, you, you, you can get hurt in those piles, but luckily, they teach running backs and whatnot how to fall. Uh, and that's going to be into the, end of the third quarter. Um, with Manuel driving up 13 to nothing on Ballard here. Um, and their offensive line looks like they are asserting themselves here in, in the second half. We'd like to hear from our fans. If you have any constructive criticisms or comments, contact us at oldgoldradio at twc.com. No, we don't want constructive criticism. <laughs> I think that was actually uh, aimed toward Buzz. Oh, yes. <laughs> and our producer. Yeah. You know, in all likelihood, they're probably going to say, Buzz, don't ever come back. That could, I've heard rumors. <laughs> <laughs> I've also heard rumors of Dave Wright being uninvited back. But we'll oh, see. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't know if I can do this one man. I don't know if I can be a one-man band. <laughs> well, we're certainly glad to have you aboard. We had you, you take us up to another level of football IQ. Oh, it's fun. That's, you know... I was away, and uh, last year was my first time being back at Manual Stadium, and um, it's been a, it's been a joy. It's been a privilege to be a part of this. Um, you know, you, once you once you bleed, and you know, Manual, it's yeah, part I'm of your body. A, I'm a lifer. Start the fourth quarter. Manual up 13 nothing. Handoff Teague, a stutter step, picks up about two, down to the 40. We'll call it 42 yard line. He was looking for a seam outside. Yeah. And you know, what's really interesting is they're setting that tight end away from the second down running back. Yes. And, you know, you would think you would run full power one way and just really overload an area or or unbalance the line and leave the tight end back to one side and pull your tackle over and just really go at it. But they're running weak side away from the tight end. So it's a big third and four now at the 42 of Ballard. They stay with the power out, as you like to call it, the Maryland. And then the handoff again. John Riley, just some strong running, but he's short. And I think Manuel probably goes for it here. Why not? It's going to be fourth and about one. You know, but you, or maybe punt and you try to pin them back. You know, if I if I manual here, what I do is I say, Will, get goose that center and go and go. Yeah. Go silent count. Don't even worry about it. It's fourth and two. Teague comes back on along with Carter. Clock rolling under 11 minutes. And again, this is where you would like to see some power football here. And I'm talking about run strong side. But again, they bring that second back down opposite of the tight end. And Ballard just got the line Ballard. full of linemen. 
And the handoff speed. Or is that Riley? It's actually Riley. I think he's got the first down. Yeah, Riley just just, just ran right behind his offensive line. They got a good three, four yard push. Uh, John Riley Jr. Boy, he's boy, he's really made an impact on this football I'm game. I'm guessing he's probably got 50, 60 yards tonight. Oh, yeah, and the touchdown, the only yeah. touchdown in the football game. Just some nice, solid, hard running. Well, and the really good thing about it is the clock is going now. So yes. if Manuel just continues to keep the ball rolling on the ground, they got a real big chance to kind of ice the game here, maybe uh, get Give Ballard only six, seven minutes left to go in the game if they can get a touchdown. Let's see if they can push it to three. One receiver in the game, and that is Carter. And he lines up to the short side of the field. That'd be the right. Play action pass. They're looking for Carter on the post. He's behind three defenders. He's got it. Flags are down, but it won't matter. Offsetting penalties. I think it's going to be offsetting. We've got uh, penalties both ways. We got one here. It's going to be a hold, and we've probably got. Uh, we actually seen a defender have his hand in the face mask of Carter. We're going to have a PI, so we're going to have a pass interference on Ballard, and we're going to have a holding on Manuel. So it's going to be a replay of first down. And to be honest, it, timing was off. Britt got back there in his in his drop, and he really should have just launched that ball as soon as he planted his feet on that five step. Yeah. He had him beat on the post, and that ball hung up in the air forever. Yeah, it really took a long time to come down. So it's offsetting penalties. You know, so it's offsetting penalties. We'll get down over again, but it's going to make Ballard loosen up. That Manuel will will try to take a shot at you deep. Yeah, you know. But I'll run it now. Yeah. I mean, you got to keep the clock running. Again, personnel don't know what's going on. We're back to the eye formation. You've got Motley wide left, Carter to the right. Quick slant, wide open. And the handoff goes to Floyd. He tries the left side, stays on his feet. We got to stay on our blocks. So Teague hit his guy, stalemated him, and then let him go. You got Once you make contact with a, you've got to drive. You got to drive your feet. So the ball's going to be marked at the Ballard 35, under nine, 10 minutes to go. Uh, Floyd goes out with his helmet off. We bring on number three. I think that's Ballard, right? T.J. Ballard. So second and eight. Three receivers to the right, and it's Teague, the lone running back. You know, this is – Manuel has Ballard out leveraged right now. And the handoff goes to Teague, stutter step, and then he's cut down for a gain of one. Yeah. yeah Ballard never really uh, honored the three-receiver set. No, they know. Uh, their coordinators know that Manuel's running the football. And uh, they – I don't think they believe that Carmody trusts Will Britt right now. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. So it's third and seven. The ball at the Ballard 34 with 8.50 to go in the football game. Manuel up by 13. And we might see the wild goat again. Nope. Cosby's in a receiver. Manuel. Manuel's going with that funky shotgun formation. Two running backs to the right. Two receivers to the right. Britt takes the snap. He wants to roll right. He's looking for Carter. He's got him. But then he's knocked down. He stays on his feet. A small gain, if any. I think think it's going to be maybe well, one. Maybe one. It depends on his forward progress. But A little tough, a little tiff after the play. It's going to be fourth and seven. And I think we just go ahead and go for it here. Oh, no, they're going to try a field goal. And I think this is beyond. You don't want to give them anything like a blocked field goal here. No, they're going to punt. 
Yeah. I think this is where you go ahead and, oh, I like this call. Maybe it's a fake punt, and I would, I'm, I'm okay with either one of those calls. Under eight minutes to go. And Ballard is just going to stay with their base defense. Fourth and five from the 34. Don't blame them. Don't blame them a bit here. You know, if I'm manual, I might even take the delay game. Yeah, why not? Oh, there's a snap. Sissel. And he does kick this one away. Aiming for the coffin corner, but it's going to roll in the end zone. The Bruins will start at the 20. I'm okay with that. That's yeah, fine. 7.33 okay. left in the football game. Yeah, I said the ball. I said Bauer would be getting the ball back right around seven minutes left. And here we there are. It is. Um, Buzz wanted me to remind everybody that um, Manuel Great uh, Wilbur Hackett would be uh, and three other uh, Wildcats will be honored um, to break the color barrier in the SEC. Nate Northington, uh, Greg Page, and Houston Hogg are the others. Uh, Thursday, September 22nd. Um, it's always good to recognize Wilbur for what he's done. Yes, indeed. Uh, and what he continues to do uh, for the SEC, for the Kentucky Wildcats, and for the Crimson. Ooh, DeSales took an even bigger lead, 27-7. Oh, boy. Over Fern Creek. Howard first and 10. Receiver screen left. Teague got a hand on him. He slips one tackler, and he's going to be shoved out of bounds, but I think they give him a first down. They give him a first down, and the chains are moving. So if I'm Ballard, this is where I go hurry up, and the quarterback's asking for the play quicker. And um, number 11's been really good in space when he's got the ball for Ballard. And Ballard's going a little bit tempo here. Three receivers set to the right, one left. They'll shut up the, re the receiver screen, excuse me. He's got one man to beat. He's still on his feet across the 50. And Snead took the ball away, but they're going to mark him down. And he's lucky he doesn't get an unsportsmanlike for spiking the ball after the play. They did. And there comes the penalties afterwards. You just can't. I mean, you've got the game seemingly in control. And then you let your temper get the best of you. And that's going to cost them 15. And it's going to give Ballard the ball inside the manual, 35. Yeah, that was just a boneheaded play. I mean, he got extra yardage because Snead was trying to rip the football out instead of actually just taking him to the ground. I understand, get the turnover, seal the game. But in all honesty, you got to make the smart play. You're a senior. Yeah. And now you're putting the, putting the game in jeopardy with 7.15 yep. to go. And I don't, I'm not trying to be hard on a young man. And, again, he'll get coached up, and he'll learn from that mistake. And it wasn't anything boneheaded. It was just he could be better than that because he's a senior. You, you might expect that from a freshman. You don't expect it from a senior. And that's going to cost his team a big 15 yards. Valley's now up 20-7 to seven over Fairdale in the second half. Boy, hey, have moved down the field quickly, and, it, and it, with the courtesy of a clock stop, too. First yeah. down at the manual 32-yard line. Clock's now running. They found some uh, some rhythm, hit number 11 back-to-back. -back. And then a draw play. Breaks the tackle. Ballard's catching a rhythm. And they, what, well, they're a rhythm offense. You can see they hit the first play. They hit the second play. Then they got the penalty. Now they got the run, and now they're just moving. They got the receivers coming in on and off the field. Get fresh legs. Now their quarterback's got a rhythm. Can he hit? continue to hit plays? If I'm a Ballard fan, I'm really optimistic. There's seven, 6.45 left to go uh, here in the fourth. Manuel's leading 13 to nothing. Uh, Ballard gets a quick score here. We still got two timeouts. And it's a screen. Oh, boy, Sissel almost had the pick six. Well, he had that diagnosed perfectly to hit him in both hands. He did. They tried to run number. They tried to run that little wide receiver slip screen to the other side. Um, Manuel's been so close on some near picks tonight. Yep. 
We've missed three. Yes. In our hands. And that Sissel would have been off to the land of six. I would have liked to see that race between him and number three. <laughs> so it's third and six from the manual 28-yard line. It does stop the clock, 6.34 to go. But what I don't understand, Jake, is I'm starting to see a lot of cars exit the stadium, and it, a lot of football to go here. Yeah, still a lot of football to go. And we got a flag come in. So it's probably going to be unimpeded encroachment on Manuel, or a false start on Ballard. Manuel. We'll so back, that, it's going to be against Ballard, so they catch a break. Yep, so it's going to back Ballard up. It's going to be third and 11. Um, let's see if Ballard can hold up here. Uh, their center's asking them to get to the line because they know that clock's starting. If anybody was here for the playoff game last year at Ballard, Manuel had a 24-0 lead at the half and hung on for a 30-24 win. So third and 11. Quarterback back to pass looking to his left. And it's almost picked off in and out of the hands of the defensive back. That was uh, that's our friend number eight, Sneed. Uh, number eight, yeah. Um, he almost made a, a big-time redemption. Yeah, Ballard had a chance there. They had a really good route combination with number 81 and number 11, their two playmakers, to the short side of the field here uh, towards Ballard's sideline. And the quarterback just threw it in between the two receivers instead of uh, just putting one right on the money. I'd say this is for the game. Fourth and 11, 6.28 to go. Matthew Manuel might heat him up here. Fourth and 11, Manuel coming in with pressure up the middle. He launches one deep. He's going to overthrow his receiver. And the Crimsons have held again. We get remember, they started off the second. They, they gave up the long kickoff return, dodged that bullet, but the defense has stood strong the whole night. Yeah. Uh, shutouts don't come often uh, when you're playing in 6A football. 6A football. It's it's tough. Um, you week in and week out, you're gonna have people that make plays. Now, you know the thing I you know if I'm Carmody, I'm telling my team two things: play smart, don't get into any chippy things, and two, hold on to the football. Yes, that's yeah. There's no need to don't accentuate anything. Bowl, get yeah. involved in the game. Power eye set, one receiver to the left. And then the handoff goes to Teague. Teague all the way out, close to another first down to the 43. So it's going to be second and very short. Clock keeps running. Teague's getting stronger with every carry. Again, I would really like to see Emmanuel go to the strong side. Just once. Just once. Just, just to show <laughs> the variance. You know, if, if I'm up in the Ballard press box right now or if I'm a coach that gets this film, I'm saying, look, Manuel's going to run to the weak side every time. Or maybe they're, they're running away from a certain linebacker. Yeah. They stay with the offset eye to the left. Long snap count, and then the handoff goes to Floyd. There we Floyd's go. Floyd's got a first down. That might be his best run of the evening. Yeah, and yes. what they did was they ran a little split zone. They took that first back from the weak side, and he kicked out to make sure nobody can pinch down. Teague led up in the hole, and then that let um, Marcus Floyd actually get a little breathing room. I think that might be his longest run of the evening. Yeah, he's been bottled up most of the night. Yeah, I mean, he, he runs hard. He's fast. He's a quick guy, but just been bottled up. So it's first down at the manual 49-yard line. Britt, I think he's just milking that play clock down as we're at 5.15. And then the handoff comes. And that's Riley again. He's into the secondary down inside the main, the Ballard 35-yard line. Yeah. Boy. And Britt was just watching the umpire in the back just count down the, the clock. And that's the way to do it. Yeah. At the five-minute mark. 
the five-minute mark, Manuel still leads 13-0 over Ballard here at Ballard Field. Uh, Manuel's running that four-minute offense. And, you know, there's pros and cons to just pounding the ball out. And, and the pro here is Ballard's tired. Yes. And they've had a lot of snaps on defense tonight. I'd like to see the time of possession. And then hand off the Teague again. And there's down to the 30. And there was the power, the Maryland power to the strong side. <laughs> First time all night. We may not see it tonight, Jake, but I'll tell you what, I'd like to see Britt on a, on a naked bootleg once out of that formation. You, you got options. I'm, I'm still waiting to see the triple option, the veer out of it. Show it and then get him with that lead blocker out in front. All he's got to do, dives at his feet, get a little... Get a little cut block out there on the perimeter. He can cut block inside the tackle box and then pitch it out. Sim simple option football. And Britt just waiting for the, uh, for the play clock to wind down. Now he's under center. And the handoff goes to Floyd. He's cut down after a gain of two. The most important thing here is just staying in bounds, bounds keeping the chains the moving. Um, you know, they're doing a real good job. They're a really good job. They're being deliberate. Uh, they're being professional. They, they're acting like they've been here before. Just learning how to close, as they say. I know it's kind of a cliche, but in this situation, you're up by 13. You just take care of a game. Highlands finally scored. That makes it St. X Highlands game, 38-6. to um, DeSales scores again, 27-7 over Fern Creek. Oh, boy. I'm kind of surprised with the, the score there. Not that, not that he's winning, but wow. Yeah, I thought that would be a close game. Third and two from the 27, and the handoff goes to Riley. That time they Stood slip up. him out. And then the flag comes in late, and I think that's going to be on the Bruins. And and if that's the case, with 3.09 left we to go a, in the and game. And we got a crimson down on top of that, so Ooh. wow. Offensive lineman down. And uh, let's see. Okay, he's, he's to his knees. That's a good sign. Number 58 there. Well, he's a big one, too. Shevin Kennedy, 6'5", 336. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> is that a big body. That's moving a lot of weight right there. I felt something up here in the stands. Now I know what yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a, it was a trimmer. Now let's see. I think they're going to mark this off against Manuel. Yeah, looks like it. So, well, I may be wrong. Let's wait and see. Waiting for the call. I've been wrong a few times tonight. Haven't we all? <laughs> but it looked like the personal foul came in. At, well, they're going to mark it off against Manuel. I was, I've got these headphones on. I don't know what something evidently was said and not done. Okay, so we got dead ball, oh. personal foul on Manuel, fourth down. So it, it takes a fourth and one situation to a fourth and 16 and a punting situation yeah, with 3.09 to go. It's going to bring on Mr. Sissel, number 89, Will Sissel. Six foot, 213. Tight end, defensive lineman. Fourth and 17 from the 42. Punting to the ever-dangerous number 11 back there for Ballard. So, you know, really. I think Ballard probably would bring the house here. Yeah, you know, three minutes to go. with three minutes left to go in the game, you have Manuel's going to get five yards back. Illegal substitution. Too many people on the field. They had 12 men. Oh, boy. It's been a hard-played game, but not a perfectly played game. On you know, sides. I would say there's close to 20 penalties tonight. Oh, my goodness. And if there's anything good about this, you start to see the Ballard crowd thin out, so it should make an easy exit from the stadium. 
Yeah, we still have uh, Old Goat wrap up after the oh, show. Oh, yes. <laughs> we don't have Buzz to sign us off tonight. <laughs> you know, out, out in his time, it's only 6 o'clock. He's got plenty of time to go get Starbucks yeah. out there. Yeah, that's right. He, he might even drop in for a muffin or something <laughs> yeah. after the game. So, Sissel stands at the Ballard 49. And a nice little soft pooch punt. It lands at the 5. Got a chance. And they got a chance, but nope. it, it'll go back and in the end zone for a touchback. 85. Uh, again, I would say he's the special teamer of the night. Graham Overstreet has been hustling uh, on those every every time down, and he just lost his footing. He had a chance. He lost his footing. So Ballard again will start from their 20. 2.36 to go with two timeouts. But they're down by two scores, 13-0. Still a great night under the lights here at Ballard Stadium. Manuel leading 13 to nothing in the waning moments of this game. 2.36 left to go. Ballard takes the field. And really a valiant effort by Ballard. I mean, they've done some good things. I think they can hang their hat uh, high. I think uh, they just need to make the plays. Quarterback takes a snap looking left the whole way. He's got 11. Get out of gets out of bounds at the 30. He'll get the first down and, and stop the clock. 2.30 to go. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. So this Gunther is an athlete, uh, and number three can can really zip the ball out. He's got uh, some good spin on the ball when he, when he leaves his hand. At that time, he actually had time to set up and, and, throw it. and make a nice toss. Yeah. So it's first down at the 30. 2.30 to go. Trips to the right. Looking right the whole way. Get a lawful one down the side. There was nobody home. It looked like uh, he wanted an out and up, and there wasn't there. I've seen a couple of reserves on the sideline flipping a coin for that one. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting was uh, in high school, you have the, the extra wide hashes, you know, and college gets a little thinner and, and NFL thinner. He was on the left hash and threw that all the way back to the opposite sideline. That is a far throw. Yes, it was. Ball probably traveled 50 yards in the air. 2.24 to go. Second and 10 from the 31. Tosses this one again to the sideline. Connects with him at the 36. It's going to bring up third down. Inbounds. Inbound. And the flag comes in late again. And if this is against Manuel, boy, they're going to have to really do some soft, some soul like surgeon here after the game. Number 30. It's a flag. Oh, boy. That's uh, Cameron Kiesel. Uh, it's just not needed at this stage of the game. Personal foul against Manuel. Sophomore. And that gives the Bruins more life with 2.15 to go. Yeah. The good thing is the clock's going to run here when they reset the ball. Yeah. Um, Buzz wanted, uh, wanted everyone to let him know he can't have supper until the game's over. Okay. And he's got his red shirt and shoes on. He's kind of like Elvis. got his blue suede <laughs> shoes on. That gives the Bruins a first down pass midfield. Boy, those are two costly personal foul penalties late in the game. And they look left on the slant, got Gunther, and they throw him out of bounds at the 45. So he picks up four, but more importantly, he stops the clock with 2.08 to go. Four set of bounds with number eight, Sneed. You know, Sneed, and, and this is what he did growing up play. Get him in bounds. Don't worry about slinging him around. Yeah. Just get him down in bounds. Make Ballard use their timeouts. 2.08 to go. They have two timeouts. And you know, it's still, it's still a close game. This game is not over yet. Quarterback looking right. Little off one down. He's got his man at the 20. Does he make the catch? I believe he does. He hangs on at the manual 20. A tremendous catch. Falling backwards. Yeah. He just ran a little out route and found a sweet spot between Ferris and Floyd over there on the right side. So it's first and 10 at the manual 20. Two minutes to go. 
and they clock the ball at the 20. Boy, if Ballard comes back and somehow wins this game, you're going to have nothing, had nobody to blame but themselves with these yeah. uh, just needless penalties. And so we have a final, Male 63, Seneca 6. Oh, my, that's painful. Yeah. Uh, Mel's got a good team this year. Yes, they do. Look forward to that rivalry oh game at boy. the end of the year. Towards the end of the year, it's not the last game anymore, is it? No, I think it's ninth week of the season. That's depressing. That's depressing, too. <laughs> <laughs> Three receivers left, one right, looking deep, and it's out of the end zone. Pretty good coverage that time. He almost had the cameraman. Yes, so it's going to bring up third and ten. It was John Sneed Jr. on the coverage. We've got another flag in the secondary. Yeah, from oh, that well, spot, God, it's going to be, be pass, interference. pass interference or holding on manual. Boy, 152 to go, and it's wow. interference. Wow, boy, manual is trying everything they can to commit suicide in, this, in the late stages of this game. The so it's going to be half the distance of the goal, I yes. believe. Yeah, oh, Ballard. no, they can walk that off. It'll be to the five-yard line. Oh, boy. And then, you know, Ballard with two timeouts, you would assume there's an onside kick coming at, of some sorts. No, it is half the distance. Yeah, half the distance, so it's going to be a first and goal situation. From the 10. And we were actually, at one point, Manuel had a fourth first and one before the late penalties set in. Carmody's going to have a stiff talking to his team oh, after this Oh, my goodness. One. Quarterback takes the snap, looks left. Incomplete, 149 left. He actually Second had someone goal. coming right across the middle of the field. All he had to yep. do was dump it off to him, and he would have walked into the end zone. Manuel's yeah. just sitting in a soft cover four shell. Yeah, very, very, really vanilla here. Yeah, and I get it. You're trying to get out of here with a win now. You're just really holding on. But at, at some point, you know, we were bringing pressure and pressure and pressure. We haven't seen any of those zone blitzes here in the second half. Two receivers to both sides. Second go from the 10. Looking left the whole way. He's got a slant. Makes his connection at the five. He's going to be brought down at the four-yard line. So it's going to be third and goal. At the three. At 81 made a really athletic catch right there. He went up high for that. Manuel tries to bring in the goal line defense. They better hurry. It's timeout, Manuel. And then Manuel's, oh, my goodness, they're going to have to call a timeout with 1.33 to go. You, you, and they give Ballard an extra timeout. And to be honest, you don't bring in the goal line package. They're running a three, four receiver set. And it's the only threat of run is, is going to be quarterback, you know, speed. Yeah, or, or maybe an inside zone. But Ballard's not going to take that chance this late in the game no. to run the clock. So 133 left. It's manual 13, Ballard nothing. Third and goal for the Bruins at the manual four. Ballard's preserving time Nine on the clock, clock so they can get the onside kick. And, and you know, if you're Carmody, that's that's Poor time management. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. And but, but the discipline is what's disappointing so far is those those personal foul penalties. You just can't have those. They let teams back in games. This game should have been over about right now. I did you know? Okay. Did you know that Manuel beat the number one Sanex Tigers in soccer this week? No, I did not. One nil. Oh, excellent job, guys. Trevor Abma. Scored the only goal yesterday. Three receivers left, one right for Ballard. Third and goal. They've got a running back to the left. Comes a snap, rolls left. Gonna fire one and it hits his receiver in the back. Yeah, number three actually could have walked that into the end zone. I thought that was a design quarterback sweep, and inexplicably, he throws the ball into the back of a wide receiver, and it's fourth and goal. 129 left in the game. 
the field goal is obviously not an option. No, Ballard has to score here. And if Manuel bows up and makes a stop, you got to get out of the end zone. Again, Manuel took some DBs off the field to put big boys in the game. And they shift three receivers to the right, a running back to the right. Manuel trying to make some adjustments. Here comes the snap. Rolling right, rolling, rolling under pressure. And it's batted away. Keon Ferris with the Keon play of the Ferris, game. Money man at the end. 124 left of the contest. And Manuel will take over on downs. In the shadow of their end zone. But Keon Ferris with two big plays tonight. One on the open field punt. Yes. Second here to seal the deal for Manuel to get out of here with a victory, a hard-fought victory, but a victory nonetheless. Again, that's Manuel 13 to zero with 124 over Ballard here at Ballard Stadium. And now more fans continue to matriculate out of the stadium. Wagner takes the win over Atherton, 38 to zero. So Wagner finally got it going. Didn't Atherton lose their football program for a little bit? I think they've. I don't think they actually shut it down, but I know they've been on some lean years for a long time. Yeah. So Manuel takes over on their own four. Handoff goes to Riley. Riley. Why not? He's he's had a great game tonight with the ball, and he'll pick up three, four yards, and, and it starts that clock ticking. At this point, all you have to do is take a knee. Ballard doesn't look like they're gonna take a timeout. Oh, he did. <laughs> so 106 left in the ball game. Manual 13, Ballard nothing. And Ballard uses her second. So is this not the craziest time management, Jason, you've ever seen? <laughs> Jason Frakes leaves the press box. I guess he's got his got his story already written, or he's gonna go home and type something up nice. Athletic trainer Corey Van Amberg. So again, Manuel will move uh, out to Shively next Friday night to take on the Western Warriors. And then two weeks from this evening, actually 13 days from tonight, they'll be home against the Butler Bears. So I'm going to give a little shout out to the offensive line for their second half uh, work. Okay. Uh, Todd Laird, um, I believe uh, Joe Dressett is in there, Shaven Kennedy. Um, you know, I would have paid to have this kind of side that these guys have here uh, in the second uh, when I was in high school. Uh, I don't even, I can't tell who actually is on the line. Man, it looks like they may be in some, oh, they stay with that little pyre formation and they've got Motley wide right. You know, mysteriously, we haven't seen Carter much in this quarter. Yeah, we haven't seen Carter much in the second half, to be honest. Oh, oh and there's a fumble in the backfield. Does Teague get his hand on it? I think they're going to get called for a safety. Wow. Great no. penetration. They blew it up. They're going to say he's down, down on the one-yard one line. line. Oh, my goodness. Ballard came and put <laughs> a hurting on, on Will. Timeout, Ballard. Ballard. That's their last. Last with 49.3 seconds left. And it's third. Again, no quit in the Ballard Bruins, Bruins this no. evening. Had great penetration, and they got in there, just interrupted the exchange. And Teague was lucky enough to get on the ball, but there wasn't much he could do besides just fall on it. No, that could that was almost a touchdown ballot. Yes. And well, you, you think about the math, maybe Manuel might have been well served to take a safety. It would have made an 11-point game with 49 seconds to go, but it is what it is. Manuel and that's something they can still consider after they run another play here on third down. Manuel would have been well served to have just taken a knee. knee and, and, uh, yeah, you're right. And yeah. let, make them burn their last timeout. Time out. Yeah. Now a knee is out of the question. 
And yeah. Van Ballard's gonna Ballard's gonna send the house here. They know Manuel's not gonna pass. Yeah. You know, at this point, you know, if I'm Manuel, mm, I don't even know what I do in this situation. Quarterback think, sneak, yeah, maybe. That's what you got. I think you'd run the sneak here just to get the clock going. Because it's third down, so you get the ball outside. You still have 25 seconds after this. Or you run the quick slant to Motley. So, big play here on the one-inch oh. line. Manuel tries to get him to jump, but we and do they, get a flag. Yeah, and it... Emmanuel's clapping at the line of scrimmage. It looks like they got Ballard to jump in the neutral zone. Encroachment oh on boy, the defense. That was, that was huge. That yeah. was a huge break. Good count by Will Britton. What that does is that uh, allows the knee to be taken. So it brings up third and eight with 49.3 seconds left in the football game. You would think now that they can just line up in a victory formation and no timeouts. And no no sweeter formation than victory. And uh, unless you're Dawson 2014 at Fairdale. Well, that was a story. <laughs> I'll tell you about that one one day. All right. Third and eight. Manuel looks like they're content to hand the ball off. And um. it's Britt on the keeper. Quarterback sneak. Yeah. And that... Makes it fourth down. And by the time, you know, Manuel takes their time, reset. Don't don't move fast here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Ballard's pretty much helpless to stop the clock now. 30 I, seconds in, in counting. I'm pretty sure the, left, the ref would let this one go. I don't. 23, 22, yeah. 20. I think the refs are letting, letting this go down. I don't. Looks like Manuel's. Uh, yeah, they're just going to head to the sideline here at 10 seconds. Yeah, the rest let it go. Shake hands, and that's going to be our final. Yeah, that's going to be a final, final from Ballard Stadium. 13 to 0, Manuel over Ballard. Not a perfect game, but a hard fault game. Yeah. So as uh, we look forward to next week with Western, Manuel established the run in the second half, but uh, the lack of creativity. Could that bold uh, trouble for the Crimsons in coming weeks? Yeah, more important, they've got to find some type of discipline with the penalties. Yeah. So, you know, my final takes from the game would be that Manuel needs to uh, establish an identity on offense and then establish discipline in-house. Uh, it, it, it's not good when uh, there was probably Five or six unsportsmanlike in the second half. Uh, and, the, and the ones in the closing stages of the game are really disappointing. Yeah. When Manuel the game's had a, over. Had a fourth and one down there inside the Ballard 30 and looked like, okay, we could pick up the first down and go ahead and ice this. And instead yeah. they have to punt and they give up the big plays and find Ballard with a first and goal. Yeah. So I guess from uh, from Ballard High School, we're going to wrap it up. Again, the final score was Manuel 13, Ballard Zero, Emmanuel moves to 4-0 of the season, and they'll travel to uh, Dixie Highway, take on Western Warriors next Friday night. I'm Jake Llewellyn. And this is David Wright. Thanks for listening.